up? This is Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. Yo! And we are back for our initial thoughts for the spring season of 2018. What a season so far. Yes. Absolutely. Oh. Really, really interesting ones. <laughs> so when we did really, our really, really <laughs> when we did our um, upcoming season, this is going to be the season of what the f? And um, uh, yeah, parts of, it, parts of it have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, like no joke. Yeah. So uh, let's go ahead and get it started with a classic from previous seasons. And that one is Black Clover. Ah, have you even started watching this one? Mm, no, <laughs> I'm still on episode one. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I really have too much to say about this, other than you know, it's a continuation. We're you know still right along, going right along with um. Oh, what's his name? I'm terrible with names. Main character. I want to say it's Asta, uh, but I think that's wrong. Yeah, no, you're right. It's Asta. Ah, I remember. You're right. So, like, the latest episode, I guess, since we've gone 29 episodes now into it, is has been a um, a recap episode, basically. But they did it in a fun way. I'll, I'll say okay. that. Because even though we're rehashing over things that we've already done or know of and whatnot, um, the you're getting a little bit of insight, I guess, into some of the characters at the same time. Because mm-hmm. one of the characters on the Black Bulls squad is very quiet, hardly says anything. Mm-hmm. It's a very quiet voice, and everyone kind of just ignores him. It was funny because he kind of finds out he's very... Um, stalkerish i guess because oh. like he's writing down he has journals of of all the all the people and the squad of he writes things down about them mm. but it was funny you know it's all in good humor so i get that um but yeah no it's it's you're you're seeing asta and yuna grow um they've overcome their recent tribulations and you got to see the wizard king actually oh. do some pretty amazing stuff Okay, cool. Like you already knew that the um, the captains of the night squad are like really powerful. Even even the Black Bulls captain, who is kind of standoffish and no one really does anything or knows anything about with kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like the first time he met Asta, it was like an immense feeling of pressure just from him expanding his magic. And even Asta was just standing there in complete awe, basically, of just the feeling of of menace he was getting from it. But that didn't even compare to what when the when the Mad uh, Wizard King started at least trying to do some things, uh, he just made everyone look like children, essentially. Oh. <laughs> I mean, you know, people who the the magical knights were having issues subduing. He takes one look at them and pretty much freezes them in time where they're at. Literally uses time magic and stops them in time. And just goes, I, th- I think I've had enough of that. You can stop right there. And everyone just, like a bubble forms around them and they're literally suspended animation. They can still, like, 
they they're they're still aware they're not like you know frozen hibernation or whatever they're still aware they're just literally they can't move they have no option in that regards okay it's like holy crap um so i'm liking the fact that now you're seeing a little bit more it's it's not as much of a focal point on asta and yuno as it originally was uh-huh. But it's still pretty fun as far as that goes. Um, okay. And and you're seeing some of the other characters as well evolve a little bit more beyond what they originally were portrayed as. So, mm-hmm. all in all, I mean, it's... Asta can still get annoying. <laughs> can still overreact and, and scream his head off. But at the same time, I mean, he is an endearing character. Um, and he is definitely a... a underdog in the series you know because he's coming from having no magic no one respects him no one thinks anything of him because he has no magic yet he is still able to go toe-to-toe with some of the the heaviest hitters around kind of thing okay so and he never backs down never backs down even when he probably should he still never backs down (laughs) so so do you think the show is finally up to the hype that it should have been before it, it start, like when it started, I'm not sure that it's quite still up to that hype, but it's definitely got more of its legs underneath it now at this point. Okay, because I heard from a few different people that uh, this is supposed to be like the new long running shonen that like takes yeah. the place of the big three back in the day. Yeah, no, I heard that, and I don't think it's gonna last that long. I think it was like scheduled to like well, unless that's just the season. Because I think it's only supposed to go to 50 episodes, I want to say, is what uh-huh. I remember seeing about it. Uh-huh. You know, they, they probably could do more, and they probably are going to do more. Um, and again, it's interesting. The characters have unique powers. Their way of doing things is very interesting and unique. Um, I see a lot of potential for conflict all around. So, you know, there's definitely a good chance for just more and more exponential things happening. So... Uh, and, and eventually, maybe it's going to be like Naruto, and he's going to end up becoming, you know, like Naruto became the next big Hokage, and you know, maybe he's actually going to succeed and become the next Wizard King. So, okay. I think that's ultimately what they're gearing towards. But it's it's the process in which we're going to get to that that's going to uh, be the focal point, I think. Okay. So, cool. All right. Well, yeah, I'm still on episode one. So, um, let's see. The next show that we're going to be talking about is The Hypest Show. Boku no Hero Academia 3 or My Hero Academia. And you actually caught up. <sighs> Yay! <laughs> now you just need to keep it going. After a year of not watching the two core second season. I finally just hunkered down for a whole week and caught up. And was it worth it? Um, and it's like, yes, because I got to saw a bunch of awesomeness. But then <laughs> no, because now I got to wait a week for the next episode. Yeah, but this time you'll actually keep up with it, which is good because you want to. Yeah. See? And so, I guess it's coming out on every Saturday, isn't it? I'm not sure the exact time. Me, I me, think it's, I think it's, I'm I think like, it's every Saturday. I'm I'm a I'm a wait again and then I'm a uh, then I'm a do a big another session towards the end of the season to watch it all. Cause, uh, I mean, okay, I don't so want I don't want to get to the point where they're like, 
oh no, two people are coming together and it's like, and somebody's like, oh, I'm bleeding. The other person's like, oh, I'm bleeding too. And like, who's going to die? Who's going to live? I don't know. I don't know. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. no. Hey, hey, hey. But you're, you, you are caught up with just the absolute current episode, right? Yes, the one that came out yesterday, yes. Okay. Tell me that wasn't worth it because I wanted to talk to you about that. Yes. God, that was worth it. I was like standing up just huge's grin being like, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like Goku doing Kaioken times 100. You know? and you're, yeah, you're just like, when he did that, I'm just like, oh, dude. I'm no, I'm sure that's gonna hurt, but still. Yeah, dude. I was like, mm. you, you, like he he learns how to control his power, and then he beats somebody who's way powerful and like injures himself like crazy to get. Through I mean, it. but he had to do it. He had to do yeah. it. There was no there was no way around that. Yeah, he was gonna die if he did not. Yeah, and at least in the in the preview for the next episode, it actually shows him moving. Oh, I don't, I don't, so he didn't. He didn't. I skipped it. I like. Don't, I, don't I, let it I at least, I at least had to see. I'm like, is he moving? Are we struggling? And I see him <laughs> moving through the forest. So obviously, he didn't injure himself that badly. Yeah. I mean, maybe his arms are useless now to him at this point, or at least that one arm that he used. But yeah. still, I'm like, that was some just out and outright awesomeness there. And talk about like, even though, um. Black Clover, as I said, he is an underdog. This kid is, I think, like the epitome of the underdog. Yeah. He is just, and he does not back off. No. Does not back away, but he's more calculating in that regards, I yeah. think. He actually considers things. He realizes things, recognizes things. Yeah, so, he knows that he can't he can't work too hard because that'll destroy him, so he works smart. Yeah, but yeah. he still uses the ability. He just, yeah. you know, He's got to be cautious with it. Yeah. But still, I'm just, that was, oh. And, and you know, talk about, other you know, heroes and everything too. You know, people with abilities. These guys and their abilities, they're just, it's so interesting because they're all over the place. You don't know what to expect from them. Yeah. You have no clue. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, this, if I were to say, I don't want to say Black Clover is the new Shonen series. I would more likely say and want to say like My Hero Academia, and that, and that resents. I, it, it's just it's it feels stronger to me, and an all basis kind of thing. Yeah. And I think the longevity of the series will last, and people will want to watch it more than they will Black Clover. Not <laughs> saying Black Clover is bad. I'm just saying it the, in comparison between the two, like you have the these. You have these the, two series going side by side with each other. I guarantee you, more people are watching My Hero Academia than they are Black Clover. Yeah, because it's it's not even a close competition. No, like like My Hero Academia is a purebred shonen show yeah. by bones. Like, oh, yeah, you can't even hold a candle to that. Like, no, and they're pacing themselves too. So mm-hmm. where there's like there's zero. Well. I don't want to say zero filler, but there are some. There, there was an episode that I consider filler, and then there are a few episodes that are recaps. But other than that, this is just this is just pure, straight on. pure high quality shonen. So, Absolutely, no, um, you, you, you're. It's like as much as I, I at least enjoy Black Clover, it has no comparison to My Hero Academia. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> when I don't know, I guess I guess we could do a deep dive after this 
after this third series is over because there's a lot of questions that I have right now because it's not concluded. But um, I kind of want to like go through each of the seasons and like kind of yeah maybe like a little special I mean I can't, filled episode. I can't say that the the hero or the the main characters in both of them that I don't have more of an affinity or are a liking for um. My Hero Academia's main character as opposed to Black Clover's main character. Mm-hmm. It's just, in in general, like the character design and their their actual personalities, I think, are better in My Hero Academia. The action, I want to say, is better in My Hero Academia, and just the overall storyline is just better. I feel <laughs> so. There yeah. hasn't been a show in a a very probably since I since I was watching Naruto Weekly to mm-hmm. where the big fights had me howling where I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, just pumped up. Like there hasn't been a show like that. In I mean, even, even their, their training session with, um, all might. Yeah. That one training session that him yeah. and, and the uh, book. Yeah. That one still, you're like, okay, he's holding back, but holy crap. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> You know, even even the kid going that he, his punch from the gate of their exit hit them with such force, like pretty much all the way on the other side. Yeah. And he was holding back. Yeah. You know, the fight with that weird monster creature dude where, um, yeah, and where All Might sent him flying. Yeah. And, you know, I was just like, damn. <laughs> like all of that. And it's emotional too. You like feel yeah. it, you know, there's because stakes. there's real stakes. Yeah, you know, even the um, uh, the fire and ice kid when yeah. he first came out and started out, you know, you felt that. Yeah. Um, Azusa with the, or Azusa, uh, is that his name with the um, the motors on his oh, his caps. Yeah. yeah. When he had the whole thing with the hero killer, you felt that. Yeah. You freaking felt that. Yeah. You know, and even they, with the with. This- with Kota, and just recently that oh, whole yeah, situation, yeah. you—I yeah. mean, you felt that. And You're like it's one of them things where they've built up enough trust and they've built up enough story. Now that this is the third season, that they don't have to spend a long time building up characters. Like with, mm-hmm. like with the fire and ice guy, his uh, like his stuff happened in season two. Mm-hmm. Um. But you saw the rivalry be- rivalry between them slowly build up, so then they could do that with yeah. um, with motor legs. <laughs> uh, like you felt you he saw- was, you felt from the beginning he was the straight laced, you yeah. know, perfect student, which is why he became the class president or whatever. Yeah, and like you saw and his then, admiration for his brother and everything. And then, yeah, like, and then to see what? it deteriorate to the point that it did, yeah. that that hurts you in that regards. Yeah. So you know. when they bring in the little kid Kota, hit like basically he's being affected by the entire world, and because yeah. you spent that enough time in the world to where you understand everything, all they have to say is this little piece of the story that we haven't really been covering. He is a main focal point of that, which is like the people without quirks that aren't related to any kind of superheroes. Yeah. It's is like it's not their fault. So it's yeah they like. The story build, the world building in this series is amazing. So yeah, absolutely. 
I just, I just, I, I look forward every time I see a new episode come out, and I just, I want to watch. I can't say that with Black Clover. <laughs> you know, I, I, I sometimes can leave Black Clover alone till, alone till I have two episodes, and I'll be like, yeah, I got some time. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll catch up on it. Mm-hmm. Here, my Hero Academia. The minute I see that there's a new episode, I'm watching it. I don't care what I'm doing. I'm watching it. <laughs> Because you want to, you want to know, you want to see these things. You're, you, they have made you invested in the series. Yeah. For those who watch it and those who have been watching it from beginning till now, you are invested. Yep. So. But yeah. Everybody should watch it. I think it's like it goes you know, anywhere the, from like number one to number three on the popular list of Crunchyroll, yeah. and it's um, like just the the top three shonens are like rotating. And, and and just think about it this way too, like literally from the first season all the way till now, if you look at Crunchyroll and how 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 many episodes they say they say they have, the current episode for My Hero that's from from the first season is forty two episodes. The current episode for Black Clover is twenty nine episodes. They're only thirteen episodes apart from each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that amount, even without that, if I can go back to the episode 29 and episode 29 of, of Black Clover, it's still going to be better. Because they have, they have made their world in such a way that that happens. Mm-hmm. It's not, it, it, it's the it, best I can say, because I'm not trying to dog on Black Clover, I'm really not. But the best I can say, it's like having uh, Avengers and Deadpool 2 come out in the same week. You wouldn't want to do that. Nah. Because you, you, then you, you're like, people are, you know, you're going to have people split with that, you know? And it's the same with this. Since both of these series are running simultaneously to each other, you can't help but draw the comparison to, and then it, it, it lessens Black Clover in that regards, mm-hmm. I feel. So it's, just, it's unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah. So highly, 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 highly recommend checking out. Big bold letters, exclamation points, like all the way across the screen. <laughs> Highly recommend. So, and this is the perfect gateway anime. It is a shonen, which younger guys are always attracted to, like Dragon Ball Z and all that kind of stuff. So, if this is your first anime, you are going in with I, a high, high standard. I have even, because um, I've been actually watching some reactions. I have seen like this this My Hero Academia it spans genders it spans age groups um cuz I have seen young people old people men women just all over the place watching this reacting to this you know getting excited for this cuz you know not only is there cuz like what with with Black Clover it's like two guys in the main characters in this one, yeah, there, there's the guy is the main, well, boy is the main character, but there are strong female characters in this too. Oh yeah. So I think that just goes all over the place with it, and I think it's an amazing show for it. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, two episodes from now, I kind of want to dive through each each series. If not, well, because I think out of our group, we're the only two people watching it. So, or, or no, no, uh, Cyborg might be watching it too. So maybe we can get him and do like a special episode where we dive through all of it. I'd be but, down for that. Uh, yeah, I would. I definitely want to like go into the details for this show. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So, all right. 
the next show we're going to be talking about is way different. <laughs> it is Cutie Honey Universe. Ah, this one's <laughs> all you. <laughs> so I'm into this. How does it even compare? Because this is like, what, is it a reboot or is it a continuation from the original? Because I know this is, uh, is from the original. <laughs> I don't know where it stands. It's uh, so weird. <laughs> okay. Oh. I, I think because we've already labeled this season the WTF season. On a scale of 1 to 10 with the other animes that you have watched, where on the WTF scale would it land? Uh, 10 being most? What, yeah. Uh, 10, being, 10 being top. Comparison to all the other ones, just for this season. Not saying for all the animes you've ever watched. I'm just saying... I would say just for this the, season. Ran- the range of of um, craziness is like a 3 out of 10. Mm. But as far as like magical girl kind of stuff, I don't know. Everything can always be crazy. Like this is just a weird older magical girl superhero kind of show. Mm. It's it's uh, is like made around the same time as Lupin. So like, do you feel like just because maybe because you're not you never watched the original one, right? I've seen bits and pieces of like Flash. But, I mean, and other so you've stuff. never you've never actually seen a continuity of like the actual episodes and full on knowing what's going on. Yeah, I've on never like watched through so, the series. Do you think because you haven't, is it now you're it's made you lost in this? No, I just think that the way that the the show conducts itself is weird. Like the villains are weird. Mm. Honey's weird. The animation's kind of wonky. It's like, it's like Studio Dean did it with their wiggly animation, like with a oh, uh, like that one that like we were Konosuba. talking about. Where, yeah, everything was moving all the time. No, 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 no. It's not. Oh. It's not. It's not like um that one that I think starts with an H. Handshakers. It's not like that. No, it's um like if you take Konosuba season one and season two. Season one, average animation. Season two, everybody's kind of goofy looking. Mm-hmm. Like this show, every, the just this, the style of animation is goofy looking. Gotcha. Um, so we're we're in Konosuba's season two territory here. Yeah, and like the villains are unique, like because I want to say all the strong leads are female. Like mm-hmm. there's the police chiefs and stuff like that who are male, but like the evil like the big the villain the head villain she's is mm. a female all of her minions are female uh the hero is female so it's it's a different take on it but it's also kind of weird like like one of the first scenes um is the villain um basically it's this big like i don't know like indoor hot spring bath kind of room or something like that mm. and then the villain walks in, and I saw this such a long time ago, I can't remember. But, like, something happens, and the mood changes of the room, and then she transforms everybody into a monster, and then, like, sends them off. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like what just happened? Did, like, did I we... guess that's normally what she does? Like, captures a bunch of people, or, like, breeds them or something, and then just sends off all these crazy-looking monsters? So I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's different. Um... The way that they fight, it's they're fighting. Um, <laughs> they're they're fighting. It's just you know. it's just 
way different. Mm -hmm. I'm like, because I have a bunch of other shows that are like way more in my wheelhouse and like look, move and tell their story way better. I I can't I'm not I can't really keep up with this one. Mm -hmm. But if it was just a standalone show by itself, it's a it's an okay show. Like it's interesting. Everything they do everything differently. It's it's mm -hmm. it's a breath of air. <laughs> not fresh air, it's a breath of air. <laughs> it's like, kinda weird. <laughs> but there's there's some sort of faint aroma in the air i don't know how to place it but yeah it's bad it's not good it's just yeah so um, it's very different and i would i would like to venture and like watch all of it it's just for the catching up for the seasonal stuff um it's 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 kind of weird um <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um yeah i will come back to it one day gotcha Alright, next show we're going to be talking about is Full Metal Panic Invisible Victory. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know, because I've, I've watched all the series hmm? from Full Metal, the first one, to Second Raid, and even Fumofu. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'm just remembering more on Fumofu than the other ones. But I don't know about you, but is this like, are you feeling like this is really dark? Um, I feel a very strong sense of desperation and desperation. Like, the stakes, like the stakes are really, really high. Yeah, no, I, I get like, that. I get that. But like, but I'm other, just than, like other than that, I don't. I've only seen the first episode. So, OK, I, yeah, they were like in the car with oh. helicopters and stuff. So I'm just like. Holy crap. I feel like this is getting like dark. Okay. Um which I I like I'm not I'm not against. Mm -hmm. But it it feels to me like a different take. Is is, this, is the one that's doing this are they the ones who did the original ones or no? I, I don't, don't think, think so. I don't think so. Okay. I think th I think they're putting their own spin on it. I'm quite confident that it's not them. <laughs> yeah. I think they're putting their own spin on it, and that's why it feels different. Mm -hmm. It feels different. Like, the the characters are all there. Everything, you know. And I will admit as well that the original series that I watched, I watched them in English dub. Mm -hmm. And I'm watching this one in sub. Mm -hmm. So it's not I, – I, there might be a little bit of, of just, like, getting adjusted in that regards to that. Uh -huh. But the, the, the action, what they do – I'm just like, holy crap. And you said it's been, what? It's been a while since the last one came out. Yeah, over a decade? Close to it, if not. Because, um... I want to say. So there's this one video that I showed um, a co-worker, and I re-watched it. And as far as mech series go, you have to catch the audience's attention in three episodes or less. Mm -hmm. because the the way that they explained it is uh, mech anime relies heavily on um, merchandising and developing a developing a complex story that lasts for like 50 episodes so 
the current like yeah but they've never done 50 episodes on full metal Panic. Well, no, i'm just saying like the the generic mech anime uh-huh um it's uh, usually a complex story uh, wrapped around political and military um events and they need like 50 episodes to tell their story mm. this is like a standard mech show um because of the climate of anime now with streaming and seasonal anime and everything, you got 13 episodes to, you got three episodes to catch your audience and you got 13 episodes to tell the rest of your story. Mm-hmm. And if you, if you hook an audience big enough that you, that you can make something longer or something like that. So that's gotcha. basically the way things are going now. So I can see why after a decade, it's like the uh, people who originally worked on it. They're like, this is not profitable for us. So, Let's have hand it off to someone else, and then they're like, "Okay, we need to amp it up a bit." So I can see why how you say it has a dark turn is because that's what can get attention. Well, I'll I'll say this. I'll say this. Like one of the, one of the examples, I think it happens in the second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because you kind of figured by the, the end of the first episode, the bad guys are doing an all-out attack, mm-hmm. and at the base with um. I forget her name, um, but the main the main commander captain. Yeah. Like at that base, they're literally going a full scale attack on that mm-hmm. base, mm-hmm. and they're bringing out three behemoths as well as like a like a couple dozen people on a landing squad kind of thing. So massive attack. Mm-hmm. Behemoths alone are hard to handle, anyways. But the problem is. Um, because behemoths are so hard to handle, her officers and her people are having an issue. Morale is pretty low because yeah. the situation <laughs> the situation is pretty dire. Mm-hmm. And one of them makes the comment of, I want to surrender and offer up the captain as a way for us to get out of this. The other guy, what is the actual commander there, was about to start something, but then the captain walks up. Captain walks up, and she has a guard behind her. She asks him for his gun, and is holding the gun down, and looks at him, and, and pretty much, could you want to say that again? And he goes, you know what? If you feel that strongly, that that's what you want to do, I will shoot you dead where you stand. And he was about to say something, and she shoots the ground in front of him. And it kind of looks at him. And he said, I want you now to apologize. And he did. And I was like, that got dark real quick. <laughs> like, holy crap. And I think she even at one point, like right after she fired at the ground at him, pointed the gun directly at his head. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, and then, and then that's when she, she said, that's fine. You know, I get that. That's fine. Said I, I did not uh, order you to go out and die. I uh, and then she as she's walking away, she goes, "I order you to survive," and that was it. And then in that battle so far, the battle's not even over yet. In that battle so far, two of the people in that squad have now died already. I'm like, wow, that was quick. I mean, I know they're in a dire situation, but <laughs> we just lost two characters. Just like that, in one episode. Okay. So I mean, it's just the the intensity of it, 
And and I know in the original series there was a bit of a dark undertone, but it was very it was very much an undertone. Yeah. This seems to be like we've we're screw the undertone, we're gonna put it right in your face. And I'm like, all right, I get it, <laughs> I understand why, but I'm a little weary of that, you know. So I mean, this is if what I can say is it's a difference between if people playing um, PUBG and Fortnite. <laughs> They're both the same game, basically. They're both the same game. But for those who play PUBG, it's realistic. Mm -hmm. It's gritty. It's realistic and everything. Fortnite is kind of just a fun little thing. You're still killing each other, but it's kind of more of a fun thing. Uh I, I look at Full Metal Panic in this one, and I'm like, you're PUBG right now. You're gritty. You're in your face. You're just... I mean, again, maybe I'm thinking too much of Fumofu or whatnot, because that was kind of a fun little series they did off to the side. Yeah. But this was just ah, such a such a twist on it. I'm just like, ow, holy crap. So, you know, and and even um, people dying around uh, Sa- uh, Sasuke and Konami. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he pretty much he he they were getting surrounded and his mech finally shows up uh-huh. and he gets in it and he mows down everyone around him. Like he takes the Gatling gun on the head of his mech and just mows down everyone around them. Mm-hmm. And then there was even a point where uh, they had an explosion occur and and a civilian got got hit like he was bleeding from his leg. And she wanted to help him, but he goes, no, we can't stop. We have to keep going. Mm-hmm. So they leave him on the ground in, in agony, in pain, bleeding. You know, and that looked like a murder Irie because it was like red on the thigh and everything. And I'm like, I don't know if he's going to make it. You know? And that might have been why he had said pushed her to go rather quickly, just uh-huh. because he didn't want her to... You know, if, he, if they couldn't do anything for him anyways, because he was already pretty much toast at that point, and there was no way they were going to get him medical attention in time to be able to do anything about it, yeah. maybe he pushed her away from that just because of that. But that's what I'm saying. It's like these moments like this, it's been just rapid fire. There's only three episodes in. Mm-hmm. You've lost two characters. You've wounded a civilian, probably killed him. And people are just literally being blown apart kind of thing. And I'm just like... Damn, we have just we have upped the level on this, haven't we? <laughs> you know, so like I don't mind it, and I enjoy the series, and that's saying something because I usually don't enjoy mech series. Uh-huh. But to this, I'm just like, I gotta wrap my head around this, you know. Okay, that's my take on it. I mean, you watched first episode. I don't know what. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, <laughs> from what you from what I saw in the first episode, I can see all of that taking place immediately after. Um, because I don't have history with the show, I've only seen the first half of the first season. Um, I don't know like the huge shift in pace that um like I don't see that. Um, because I'm not completely sucked into the story yet, I do notice other things. Mm. So. <laughs> <laughs> one thing that I noticed is the animation 
it's a different studio, so the animation is going to be different. Yeah. But I feel like it has been animated with an algorithm. An algorithm? Yes. Because normally when people do stuff, they're like, oh, let me grab my phone. And then and then you do stuff. The way this anime goes is like, turn head towards phone, reach for phone, lift phone, bring phone to self type. I gotcha. Turn head, put things down. So it's very like, mechanical and very... Every, everything's mechanical and looks like it's mathematical. And it's like no more than two motions at the same time. So it's mm-hmm. like stand up, turn head, mouth flap, bop, 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 turn head, sit back down. And I'm like, what's... <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. The first series isn't like that, is it? No. And I kind of feel bad, like, pointing that out. Hopefully, they, like, it, that's just the first episode, so then you don't see it. <laughs> I feel like it might pull you out of the, out of the story. But um, it's very, 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 like, weird. Like, until the story, like, things started hitting the fan, that's when the story pulled me in, and I started no- stopped noticing stuff like that. But it's weird. It's basically, like, I was watching anime for the first time, and I noticed the limited TV animation. Where they're like, mm-hmm. nothing else on the screen is moving except the person's mouth. Mm-hmm. And then they turn, somebody somebody animated their head turning, and then they talk some more, and somebody else animated the rest of their body turning, and then they talk some more. And I'm like, I see each ind- each individual piece of animation, which, mm-hmm. compl- it was like, distracting until like, everybody's Oops. like, we gotta go! Everybody's attacking! And I'm like, whoa! So then, I stopped see, noticing it. Now but, I want to know who did, who did this. Who is the uh, Zenic? Zebek S-X-E-B-E-C. They've done a few shows that we've seen before, but I don't I don't know Zebek's animation, and hopefully this show doesn't like bring it out of all the other shows. I'm just I'm just curious if this is like what other shows have they done? What is it that they've done? <laughs> Let's do some research. But um yeah, it's it's re- it, it was very, very distracting and I hope that's like I don't know because I've never noticed animation like that. I've never noticed like trying. I'm going through their list right now and seeing if there's any that I recognize. Oh, see, they did Nag- Nagima Master N- Neji Magi. I didn't think that was like, but that was back in 2005. I mean, yeah. they've been around for a while. Yeah, and they've done they've done like they've done mech shows, so I can see why they're taking over this one. But U- Upate. You remember that one? Uh, I think that was the one with the girls who were guns. Yeah, but I didn't Did, like it. You don't remember that? You don't remember anything about it? I saw it, but I don't like it. I don't. So as far as oh, animation style, I don't remember it across anything because Blackboard, there's um Blackboard there's this one show Hayore Nyarko San. I really like that show. I didn't mm-hmm. notice the animation like that. So I, I don't know if it's because these are new character designs that they're trying to get used to or what. Oh, 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 you do know one that they've done. Yes. One of your favorite sports ones. Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Would you compare the animation that, to that at all? That See, that's the only thing. This is the first show where I'm like, just, I'm so, looking at it and I'm okay, like. Okay, so obviously if that's the case, because they did Kaijo. Yeah. They did Kaijo. Kaijo. They've done Keijo, they've done Hayori Nagra Sign, which I love. They've done Lun Hina, which is a really, really old 90s show. They've done yeah. Breakblade, which I haven't seen, but it's mechs. They've done a bunch I of stuff. I remember Breakblade. I didn't much yeah. care for how they ended that one. 
Yeah, so it's it's weird. Like that's that's something that I've never noticed before in a show, and oh. it was weird for that to like pull me out. Yeah. Okay. Well, at least we know it's not something that's been a standard for them. Yeah, where we're like, oh no, why did that series get it? Why did that studio yeah. get it? Because they anime all wonky. Yeah. But um. Well, I mean, honestly, if that's the only thing, I mean, granted, it's it's not a great thing, but if that's the only thing that's that's on your radar as a negative for it, it's yeah. not horrible. No, it's it's nah. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, uh, it's for that one. I can't, what I want to do. Is I want to catch up. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to do a Boku no Hero again and like watch Full Metal Panic. It. Yeah, I um, think you're. Gonna, I think if you do, you're gonna have the same opinion on it that I do. Then. Yeah, I kind of want to. I kind of want to see that change now, because because um, don't get me wrong, there were parts in the other ones that were very much that had that dark, but it was dark undertone. Yeah, like you're like, oh, that's kind of sad, or oh, okay, that's kind of extreme but you know it definitely had reason for it and you definitely were like okay that's that's understandable mm-hmm. this one just seemed to like come out of left field and just smack you upside the head with it so okay. <laughs> all right so um more darkness to come <laughs> oh yes <laughs> the next I mean, show we're gonna be talking just about goes on the low end of the what the fuck uh uh yeah. spectrum but it's still there it's just on the low end of it Hmm. See, the next show we're going to be talking about is Golden Kamui. I think this one was yours. Yes, this is, we didn't, I don't think we talked about this one for um, Upcoming. But uh, it was on Crunchyroll, and I'm like, Golden Kamui. And I looked at it, and I'm like, it looked like those older Edo-era style characters. And I'm like, I don't really, uh, I'm not a fan of anime oh, this time. I know which one you're talking about. Okay. And now just popped up, and I was like, oh, yes, I remember seeing that. I, I, yeah. I never went to it, though. So I went ahead and just, hey, holy, hey what the hell? I <laughs> clicked it. Wow. I really like these characters. Um, basically, it is a treasure hunting story. Um, there's the main guy that's pointing. He mm-hmm. is either actually immortal or super-duper lucky and super-duper tough to wear... People think he's immortal. Gotcha. Um, he basically finished fighting a battle and was off, um, like recuperating, like washing up and something on the, uh, th- at this lake. And he was with this guy who was partially drunk, and uh, mm-hmm. he's like slowly telling him a story as he's like chugging down this giant bottle of alcohol. And the story is basically of this one. Um, one guy who ended up stealing a bunch of gold and mm-hmm. hiding it somewhere. And then, um, people caught him, put him in prison. And while he was in prison, he tattooed a bunch of other inmates with a giant map that spans across all of their bodies. Mm-hmm. Somehow there was like a jailbreak. All of those prisoners with the tattoos on there, um, escaped and then you end up finding out that the person who's telling the story is one of the guys and after he wakes up after drinking realizes that he said too much and tries to kill the main guy uh, the main guy fights him off he ends up running off 
getting attacked by a bear. <laughs> the main guy finds him and the girl that's in the picture. Mm-hmm. And then they realize that it's not a regular bear that killed the guy. It's like this giant monster CG bear. And of course, <laughs> they, they end up fighting off the bear for the rest of the episode and then end up teaming up. And she's like, he, he she's going to help him find um, the rest of the people who have the map on their bodies. Mm-hmm. And he's going to help her find the person who killed her dad or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But interesting. The animation is really cool. That hook in the first episode was like, because <gasps> I kind of had an idea. I'm like, how does he know so much about the story? <laughs> and um, the fighting was pretty cool. If they're not fighting bears the whole time, then it's going to be really cool because the bears kind of like stiff. Cause, and it's also like animating hair and CG hair and all that kind of stuff is tough. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, hmm. But other than that, this show is amazing. Animation is crazy. 2D, the 2D animation is crazy. The 2D fight scenes are awesome. Um, but I, I'm just by him telling that story. I'm like, oh, is he going to go find the treasure? And then it's like, oh, dude. Yeah. So um, nice. I'm really excited about this show. Um, ranking it with all the other shows is towards the bottom. So I probably won't continue it now unless all a bunch of other shows get stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now, this show is really, really, really cool. Okay. So um, I'm not sure how you are with like Edo period anime, but um, I mean, as long as as long as it's interesting. I mean, I've enjoyed like uh, Ronin Kenshin. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that was probably one of my favorite samurai animes. Okay. Other than. Uh, the seven ah seven samurai seven samurai thank you yeah i was trying to remember what it was that was but oh, yeah. samurai seven samurai seven That's yeah oh god i wanna <laughs> that show was so good it i was. need to watch that again um especially since i watched um was it that that one that movie that came out about a couple years back uh there was a cowboy movie and i think there was magnificent seven or something like that oh, okay yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I finally caught up on that. I, I saw it on, on Amazon. I was like, oh! And I saw it, and I was like... And, and immediately, I'm like, I know how this is going to go. They change little details here and there. But yeah. it's basically like the same type of story that you had in, like, Samurai 7. Okay, so, cool. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Again, going off topic, but... <laughs> cool. So, yeah, I definitely want to come back to this one because it was a hard-hitting start. Gotcha. Alright, the next show we're going to be talking about is Grand Crest Sinky, or Record of Grand Crest War. Yeah, this one. Um, I don't know, at, at this point, the battle is in full swing. Um, you are now, like, it, it wasn't immediately obvious, or at least it wasn't immediately obvious to me, how um, Theo was going to become how he was even trying to build anything up to where he could become the king of all or whatever mm-hmm. but uh as it has now been progressing i definitely see it um but we have just this huge battle mm-hmm. i mean it, we're gearing up for like this ginormous battle and the previous episodes before this uh he went over to his homeland and actually liberated it but he had a purpose for doing that because he was trying to prove to the other lords that he was 
competent and could actually do a job because uh, his buddy, the guy in the yellow blonde haired towards the front, he wanted to uh, give him back his – he wanted to make him the leader of their rebellion front about this queen who was coming in and taking over and everything. And the other lords just weren't going to have it. Like we don't know him. He doesn't seem like he's going to do well. No, we want you to do it. So he was fine with that and, and said that I will prove to you that I can actually – deal was like I'll prove to you I can actually do it. And that way when that happens – you're more able to follow me and everything with it, which is great. Um, and he did that. He did it, and he did it in his own typical fashion. Mm-hmm. Uh, hardly had to – well, I mean he had to spill some blood, but not nearly as much blood as you would probably figure in a rebellion that would have to have take place. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, it was just – every, every one of the battles, it's just – it's an epic little front. It, it's – you know, hard hitting. You really, it, you feel it, and and you can see how the effects. I mean, it's it's just like we were saying with with Full Metal Panic. It's gritty. It's it's hard hitting. But I I from since I have no previous thing with it, I didn't have any predisposition towards it, mm-hmm. so I accept it more readily than I did with Full Metal Panic. Oh, okay. Because I'm like, all right, I don't know. I like I, you you when we first started the series. Immediately, it was already people were dying, things were flying all over the place. It was just bloody murder and havoc and chaos and death and dismemberment and everything. I'm like, so now that we're still doing that, and it's just now it's just up to its scale in that regards. I'm like, uh, okay, yeah, no, I expect this. This is what this is what we do. Um, but it's still it's still great. I mean, it's still amazing. I still love it. And uh, as far as at least the action goes. It, it the story just gets a little convoluted. I feel like. Ooh, have the White Walkers showed up? No, not yet. <laughs> uh, but it, it's it. I think the White Walkers in this is going to be like the demons, essentially. I think maybe we'll have like a demon invasion or something, and then both forces have to join sides in order to repel the actual demon invasion or whatever. Uh, it seems like that might be heading in that direction. Mm. But it is still. Uh, I, every I think and and I think uh, when I really think about it and I I kept comparing it to Game of Thrones, I think and the reason that it's because of my my limited experience with Game of Thrones, and I do have limited experience, my limited experience with that, it was very much in a grand scale. Everything was in a grand scale, where you know epic battles, huge fights, ruling parties clashing and things happening and people who are dead coming back to life and. All this other thing, and then the third party comes down, and you're everyone's like, "Oh my god, we can't, we can't be fighting anymore because we have to take care of this." And you know, still more havoc ensues, and it's kind of the same feeling I get from this. Mm-hmm. You know, the king of this nation is is too weak. This queen is coming in trying to take over. There was, you know, a demon opposition that was that was the reason why these two didn't get joined to, in marriage in the first place. And now we're, we have lords who are trying to defend the king and get things together and do the right thing. And you have this one pseudo-lord underdog kind of who has now come in and is rallying the peasantry, which has been unheard of, and, and is fighting back and trying to take back what you know land the queen has claimed. And you know it, it's just everything, 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 grand, grand scale, grand scale, grand scale. 
So I think that's where I get that from a lot. Okay. It's just, you know, you, you add just that much more fantasy into it because you had witches and werewolves and um, all sorts of other creatures. You're just like, again, the only thing they're missing is freaking dragons. I haven't seen those. No one's mentioned them, but I wouldn't be surprised if just randomly they show up or appear. It's like, oh, look, dragons are here. And it's just got go over to my list and just be like, yep, check that part off. You know? <laughs> That's kind of what I feel like. It's not, and again, it's not, it may sound like I'm being negative on this. I'm not. I wouldn't have still be watching it 16 episodes in if it was bad. It is still interesting. It's still entertaining. Um, I felt like in the beginning they were putting too much uh, into the magic of the lords and their crests and everything. But as of late, that does not seem to have been, it's only been like a minor thing more than a major, major thing. So beyond that, I mean, again, I think there are probably other I I, I say it in the same sense as when we were comparing Black Clover and My Hero Academia because they're both shonen. I feel like there are other fantasy anime that do fantasy better than this one does. But that's not to say that this one's bad at doing fantasy. Mm -hmm. It's just there are better fantasy animes out there kind of thing. So, yeah. I am still on episode one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Hina Matsuri. I don't remember this one. I think this is yours again. Yep. So, um, this is the one that you said it is too manga for you. I have to see when it pops up on screen. It hasn't come up yet. <laughs> I... I'm sure once I see it, I'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah. I love this show. It is very, very good from the first episode that I've seen. <laughs> so we had talked about a synopsis before, but uh, basically a girl comes from future, another dimension, not sure. And she's inside of this like, <laughs> she's inside of this like egg capsule thing mm-hmm. that like compresses her. <laughs> Stupid looking. <laughs> and Oh um, yeah, the, the E.T. anime. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she, so basically she like comes out of this portal, lands on this dude's head as he's like watching TV, and, like rolls off into the corner. And then he's like looks at it and there's this big face on it. And she like looks at him and he's like, I think I need to go to bed. <laughs> and then he just <laughs> leaves. <laughs> he just leaves. And completely forgets about it. Wakes up in the morning after finish shower, walks into the living room, and he's like, Oh, that did happen. And she's like, Could you please let me out? I gotta pee. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> playing straight like there's nothing weird going on. And I'm like, Okay, this is good. This is good. Uh, he finally lets her out. And, um,. Mm-hmm. She has this power, like levitation powers. So mm-hmm. um, she asks him a question, and he answers. He doesn't give her the answer that she wants, and she just starts lifting up all these um, expensive vases. And he's like, "He's like, whoa, what are you doing?" And she's like, "Smash!" And he's like, "No!" And she's like, "I said, blah blah blah." And he's like, "Okay, okay, okay." And then basically, the whole anime is basically him trying to live his yakuza life, and now he has a daughter that makes him do whatever she wants or else she'll break more of his stuff 
It is hilarious. I don't know why she would keep her keep her around. I'd be like, sure, he, and then I'd tries, find a way to get rid of her. He tries to send her away, and then she's like, see this? And he's like, no, 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 don't break it. He's like, put it down, please, please. Okay, we'll do that. And then she's like, okay. There's got to be a way to get her out of his of his place to where all of his stuff is not immediately accessible to her, and then just go, I'm going to ship you off to Alaska. You know, find some way to do that. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Stuff her back in the ball and, like, launch her back into space with a do not do not return sticker on it or something. Like, after a day or two with her, he, like, walks in the living room and he's like, oh, yeah, that pod's here. And he's like, huh, I don't know why. I guess he kicks it or something. And then he's like, Hoom! and then he's stuck in the little egg thing. <laughs> Y- see, she walks I... in and he's like, "Get me out of this thing!" And she closes the door and leaves. Oh God! <laughs> it's so good. This show is so good. Like this is the one of the shows that I'm definitely continuing. Like, I think I think I would be ripping my hair out, and eventually <laughs> I would look at her and go, "You know what? You can break every single thing inside of here. I'm shipping you back. I don't care." I don't even care. You know what? Break it all. Here, I'm going to help you. And I'd start breaking my own thing and be like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Your threat has no effect on me. Get the hell out of my place. Ah, I'd be so pissed off. I I already know just from that description, I can't watch this. I'm going to get so pissed off. I'm going to be like, no. It's so good. It's really, really good. You probably just probably two things now. It's probably the uh, the the art style, like you said before, and then it's probably her. It should probably drive you crazy. But I think I think uh, I I can guarantee you she's gonna drive me crazy. <laughs> I'm be like, you're Yakuza. Freaking hire somebody to kill her. I don't even care at this point. Get her the hell out of here. <laughs> and it's not like she's a brat. She's like straight up monotone serious young girl trying to explore a earlier time in history or something like some other dimension i don't know and like yeah yeah so it's like it's somewhat innocent but not really because you know there's like this destructive power behind her Mm -hmm. and you don't really know what all she can do yeah but if you buy her some sushi she'll be happy so yeah (laughs) it's (laughs) I really, 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 oh, I would be really just like all just like <laughs> you can get your own damn sushi. So, uh, yeah, I, I really, really like this show. All right, the next show we're gonna be talking about is Inazuma Eleven Aries to Ten Bean or something Aries. I think this um, one's all you again. Yes, this is the super duper epic soccer show. That oh, nobody... that one. Yeah. All right, lay it on um, me. What 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 great sports are we getting ourselves into this time? It's basically just DBZ soccer. It's people who have this like I don't, I don't want to call it a quirk, but it's not a quirk because this is not my hero academia. Uh, whatever they call the special power. Um, basically this team that lives on an island that's kind of like 
out in the country, I guess. Or, uh, they have a principal who's a jerk. I hate him. And mm. in order to keep the soccer team going, they need a sponsor. But the principal doesn't tell them until there's already construction equipment on the field about to tear it up. Oh, okay. So they, he like calls them into the, his office and he's like, well, in order to keep the sports team, the soccer team going, you need a sponsor. And I'm like, couldn't have said that about a month ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, so since you don't have a sponsor, this, this, Tease this band, and they're like, "What?" Like, yeah, go home. And then they walk outside, and it's like, and just like just tearing up the field. And of course, the main character is like, "No, you can't do this!" And like runs out into the field. And I'm like, "No!" And they're all like, "Get off of me, kid!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Why? Why is it? Why is there so much conflict already? Like, Jesus, <laughs> we just started." <laughs> so I'm like, "Okay, fine." And then um, um, he's doing something and then he gets a phone call and they're like, your mom's in the hospital. And he's like, what? No. And then he goes to the hospital and like, <laughs> he's like, mom, are you okay? And she's like, oh, you're here. And then the doctors are like, we gotta go. And they step out of the room without saying anything. And then she's like, I'm sorry. And then she dies. And I'm like, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> Five minutes into the episode, what the hell? You know what this reminds me of, and I don't know why, but I think it's just like the pacing, or just like the complete scratching your head, going WTF on this. Is what was that one um, anime about the cockroaches in space? <laughs> You know what uh, I'm talking about. Yes. Terraform we went, ours. Yeah, we went from we're some dude and his sister is sick. Things are happening in the world. And then it's we want to make you the next pilot or the next on the space mission to go take out our hated enemies. And I'm like, where did this all come from? Why? Why any of this? We're, what are we doing? This is, it reminds me exactly the way you're describing this of this. Now, it has nothing to do with each other other than the fact that you're looking at it going, why did any of this happen? What are we doing? So, after that, he's like sad. He's talking to his team. And then the principal calls them again. And I'm like, oh, God, what are you going to do? Are you going to shoot him? Like, what else are you going to do? And he's like, oh, there is one way for you to get a sponsor to continue the team. And he's like, you must travel to the mainland and play for this one team that everybody hates you for no reason. And if you win <laughs> against the... <laughs> and if you win... <laughs> If you win against the number one team in the country, then you can continue playing soccer. And I'm like, this sounds horrible. Why are the stakes so high? This is like those as much stereotypical as far stereotypical as you can possibly be. You, there is one way that you can save yourself. 
You must play for this hated team, so they will hate you for no apparent reason. And if you win against the top performers who are like gods in their own right, then you can keep your field. That, what? That's already halfway destroyed. I'd be like, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> so... I'm gonna go play soccer at like the field down the park down the street or something. Jeez. So, so everybody else on the team's like, we can't do this. It's impossible. And then he's like, no, nothing is impossible because we have to save our soccer. So then they go and they go to the school and it's. I'm like, has this school not had? a soccer team for like 10 years like why is the door to the soccer equipment room like welded shut like nope like they're having a hard time opening it i'm like is it locked are y'all just not y'all <laughs> nobody give you the key like why are y'all struggling so hard to do that and then this like group of like mean girls come up and they're all like oh so you're the team that's supposed to be doing that well you know you're going to be playing the best team in the country and they're like yeah that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so then the um the actual soccer team manager comes up and she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I'm late." And she's like, "Here's uniforms." And it's like, we have all sizes, sizes from little bitty cat boy to giant golem go- golem sized dude. And I'm like, okay, that's weird. <laughs> interesting character designs. Okay, cool. So they do that, and then they train without a coach. And oh no no no, they do get a coach. He is some kind of martial arts master, and they got him because is nobody... he from like the the hidden temple Buddhist temple in like the Himalayan Alps? And so he's really they haven't a... explained his backstory, so maybe. <laughs> but is this like? This big round guy with the two little tiny stereotypical mustache. Uh, and uh, he looks like Yajirobe. And, <laughs> and he's like, um, here, here's the training schedule. A hundred laps and go home. And you come back and something else that's not soccer. And then you go home and then you come back and something else that's not soccer. So basically 10 days of something that's not soccer. And then you get to play the number one team in the country. And they're all like, what? (laughs) Then (laughs) it's game day. They start playing. And, um, another little, the little, if you look in the picture, the Mm. bottom row, all the way to the second from the right, is um this like kind of round so chubby looking dude real quick what what even grade is this well like how old are these are we talking like 10 year olds basically i want to say middle school (laughs) so it's so intense like (laughs) freaking 12 year olds (laughs) so they start playing and um that one little guy that i mentioned um He's the only person on the team that knows so far that from the first episode that knows how or first combined episode for like a first episode special. that's hour long. Um, He's the first part. He's the only person that knows how to use a special power. So somebody gave the pro team 
like the wrong info. So they're just like playing soccer like regular people. And then this team, after all that running training and everything, they're all like, yeah. And they're like, boom, boom, boom. And they kick it up in the air. And then the Western Day does like a super powerful backflip kick. They go, and stuff's all over the screen. And it's like, they scored a goal. Then every, the other team looks all at each other. And they're like, oh, this team's actually 7% faster than what they said. And one of them can use the special powers. <laughs> Time to kick ass. <laughs> And then they just wipe the floor with them. Please. Yes. Okay, so it actually ended? No, no, no. It didn't end on that moment, but they just wiped the floor with them. I was about to say, considering what you said, and they're like, power up, like DBZ style. Like, <laughs> please tell me this match has been going on like three episodes <laughs> for one match that's supposed to be like an hour long or something. <laughs> that so, would just be epic, honestly. Because then yeah. it really will be DBZ soccer. <laughs> In DBZ so, soccer. So, um, during the match, as they're getting there, after they're just, they're just getting stomped left and right. But they mm-hmm. will not give up. They're like, come on, guys, we can do it. And they're like, stolen goal. They're like, dang, come on, let's do it again. Stolen, superpower, triforce kind of thing. Bam. And I'm like, come on, guys, don't lose hope. We got to do it. And they, it's like, uh, it's I don't know, like 11 to 1, just, just stomped. And then. Um, uh, it's like everybody's kind of sad and everything and then um, they're like well since we're here in Tokyo in the big city they're like let's just go and like sightsee to kind of raise our spirits and everything because this is our like one one like chance to actually see all this kind of stuff that we hear about so then they yeah. go on like um, like a shopping trip with the whole class and all that kind of stuff and they're all like sightseeing and everything and then um the la- I think the last stop is like Tokyo Tower, so they're like up at the top and like get to see this nice scenic view. And then the main character who's been like, We can do it guys this whole time. Somebody says something and then he just like <laughs> We tried so hard! Ah, my mom's <laughs> dead! Ah! And every oh, the whole team just starts crying and I'm like Oh god Oh no! I was like, I don't even know these characters, but this is sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, all of a sudden, this one guy out of nowhere in like this business suit walks up, and he's like, "Oh, are y'all the people who are playing in one game?" And he's like, "Y'all put up a really good effort. Like, do y'all have a sponsor?" And they're like, "No, we're gonna lose soccer." And he's like, "I'll be your sponsor." And in this next episode, <laughs> I just uh, I feel like this is an instance of it's so bad it's good, like it completely goes all the way around the scale and comes all the way back around to where you're just like you know what it was horrible, but it was good for all it's the like, long it's reasons. It's so cliche, and they just leaned. 
all up in there. That 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 street that was they were coming up to for cliches. They're like, oh wait, here we go. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's like the most epic soccer show you could ever think of. And I didn't it's just even think I didn't even think that there could be like DBZ style <laughs> soccer, but apparently I was mistaken. And <laughs> I should have known that anime would be the one to do it. <laughs> Just wow. So, um... So, out of all this, can you recommend this? And if so, who would be your target audience? Anybody who's okay with kitty sports shows. Because they lean hard into all the cliches. And if you don't know the cliches yet, you will be super duper ultra hype and they will throw every like your emotions will just be like jing, 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 and you will be on a roller coaster of a show so um so you're basically saying anyone who has never watched an anime <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely aimed towards lo- uh younger a, a younger demographic but um mm-hmm. if you if you know the cliche like this this just l- <laughs> This this show is so entertaining that I'm like, yeah. But like I mentioned before, it's in the same season with a bunch of juggernauts. So It was entertaining for all the reasons you didn't expect it to be entertaining. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's like why why was the trailer so epic? And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." So <laughs> Yeah. Um Yeah, if you like kitty soccer shows that um Soccer shows with superpowers, then um, yeah, I would recommend it. All right, so, then. Cool. All right, so one second. Wait, Coca Arcos. I remember watching this like two years ago. Yeah, I think it's gonna. It's like a. Oh, that's what it is. It's um, the new generation from the older um, the older Inazuma Eleven shows. Cause uh. Oh wait, so this is a continuation. It ba- it's basically kind of like the Boruto of uh, of the original <laughs> series, cause they they talk about um. They talk the about or- the original. The, the original? Uh, yeah, they talk about the original in Nazima 11. And they're like, um, it's like, legend has it, this old team were like the best, and they were the best in Japan. And now, um, now this new, <laughs> this new team is um, going to rise up again. They're, they're like ready for a rematch. They're like, we're going to get them back this time. Oh, God. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen a show that's like, I guess... How, how many, how many, is, is, do they, are they really just mean like, how many different cliches of how many different types of genres of shows can we possibly throw into this? I haven't even met all the characters yet. Like, <laughs> like I, I saw like- one guy who was supposedly the, one of the villains, or he's like the evil sponsor, I'm not sure, but... Wow. I'm pretty sure there is ton. Like basically, this show is gonna have all the cliches, and each character is gonna have like their one thing, and they're just gonna kiss, sprinkle them all in. But um, It'll be like we're gonna cliche romance, comedy, action, this action, shonen, just all of it. Throw it all in there. Yeah. Grab it in there. Yeah. So, oh, so um, bad. It's funny. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was an interesting first episode. Um. I definitely want to go back to it because I'm like, of course they're gonna make it to the finals. Like, of course they are because they're the main characters, and it's 
a sports show. So you're definitely going to fo- watch them like rise up the ranks. Well, they're right. going to rise and then they're going to fall really hard and then they got to pick themselves back up because yeah. that's the cliche. But um, yeah, it was fun to watch. Like, it was a, um, I don't think I've seen a more emotionally, emotionally charged mood swinging anime in a long time. So, oh, um, good Lord. If you like roller coaster hype, <laughs> then. This then is the show buckle up. <laughs> so the next show we're going to be talking about is Last Period. Did you watch this one? Yes. You know what? This is very poetic that this comes right after the one you were talking about. Because <laughs> I'm getting a very similar vibe. <laughs> Just like so much of us. Here we go again. Let's throw in the cliches and just do these two. Wait, they're not done by the same people, are they? Because that would be hilarious. I don't think. But it'd be like, you know, do these studios get together and be like, hey, what are you doing this season? While we're doing this show. You know what? We got one just like that. Let's throw it out there, too. Because, God, it's just. You have the furry little mascot character. Uh, You have. Some, like, little girl who tags along with the main protagonist. You have the protagonist who is about as stereotypical in the characteristics as possible. Super hyped. Super willing to do everything. Super happy, happy, joy, joy. I was just like, oh, my God. And then, and then, I swear the villains are like Team Rocket. <laughs> Their freaking villains are the Japanese version, Japanese fantasy version of Team Rocket. That's what it is. I'm just like, why? Why? I wanted, I thought this might be interesting. And I was like, you know what? Sure. When that first episode came out, I'm like, oh, I'll give it a shot. I made a horrible mistake in that regards. <laughs> I mean, if this is for you, anyone out there, hey, more power to you. This is just not my, this is not in my purview. This is not in my, my bucket because, God, I was skipping. I was skipping on this. I'm like, no, mm-mm, no, not going to watch that. No, no. Oh, it's over. Thank God. Moving on. You know? <laughs> it was just so bad. I didn't want to watch any more of it. I thought the characters looked interesting. The animation was at least good, but uh, I struggled with this one so much. I really <laughs> did. What, I, what what was your what was your take on this? I actually liked it. <laughs> it is very silly. It doesn't take anything serious at all. But and I there like are it some like to. I it, can it, like, see it tries some of the yeah, I can take. I can see some of the jokes coming, and every now and then they're like, "Oh no, we're gonna be way sillier." Like you don't even like. No, you ain't. You can't out silly us. I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't like, want. Bravo, to. that was funny. <laughs> um, I I, th- I feel like the synopsis was way more like complicated, but more serious than this show actually is. Maybe that's that's what threw me off. I felt like they're after reading the synopsis, and I think we discussed this one too. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, that sounds like it could be interesting, you know? Yeah, could be fun. 
I can't, I guess, I can't remember. What does their agency do again? Do they, like, uh, kill they, monsters? Yeah, basically. And there's, like, 13 agencies, and then, um, like, one of the, like, the, I guess their, like, their building ran out of money. No, like I got their, their, yeah, their, yeah, their apartment ran out of money, so they got evicted. Yeah. And then they're some, at somebody's house or something. I can't remember where they are now. But, um... Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, and then because the business was paying for everybody's housing, everybody got evicted out of their own houses, too? And got their stuff repossessed. Yeah, and I'm like, that was that in a contract? It's like, everything you buy with your payroll, we get to sell it? And I'm like, that, <laughs> that seems a little, a little much. Then I don't want to be working for this. I'm sorry, yeah. I just... I, <laughs> It's like, do I gotta give you back the lunch? (laughs) Do I gotta give you back the lunch that I ate this morning with my pay (laughs) pay for with my payroll? It's it's it was I don't know. It was super super silly. Uh, Yeah, and I think maybe because I mean, you know me, I love fantasy anime. I love fantasy anime. I love seeing magic. I love seeing monsters, different characters, heroes, stuff like that. hmm. But I think this just was. Too silly for me. Okay. We we hit that threshold of silliness. <laughs> and like just when I would give it another shot and I'm in my mind, I'm like, alright, let's continue a little bit more, see where this goes, see what happens. Even greater silliness would come out. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> you know? Had they just been silly, I guess, at at their home, I'd get that. I'm like, alright, you know, you're home, you're not nothing serious going on here. You can act whatever you want. No, they're silly freaking everywhere. Making freaking buffoons out of themselves. I'm like, it's like that's why y'all ran out of money. Yeah. That's why exactly. y'all got kicked out of your building. <laughs> exactly. Ain't none of y'all taking this job seriously. But either way, I mean it's just eh. Yeah. Um I I don't know. It's like I make it back to this one day. It's it's one of those shows that's like to me. It's like Slayers. Like, Slayers is a silly show. This is a silly show. Whenever I'm in a... I think that this is even sillier than Slayers. Yeah. This is yeah. even sillier. Yeah. It's so, opposite. I would say, um, I don't know. It's like, if I'm in a mood for some silly anime, there's a few other ones that I would go to before this. This is like at the bottom of the list of silly anime that I would kind of maybe go back I'd to one day. I'd watch before I'd watch this one. Fooly Cooly is actually really, really good though. I wouldn't. But I would say there's it's, it, there are parts of it that are nonsensical, but it's I look not at it silly. As a silly, it's a silly anime. Okay. I look at it as a silly anime. Okay, but um, yeah. If anybody wants to show that doesn't make any sense, <laughs> hey, you have no idea why anything's doing what they're doing. They're just doing it. Okay. All right. Uh, we have a question in the chat. Uh, hand me the dank means IG. What is your favorite anime? It's a hard question. I I already know my go to answer for that. So the Helsing, Helsing Ultimate, Helsing <laughs> Ultimate. That's my go to. So, I always love it. But see, I always tell people that, and then I always tell them. But my number two one right after that is is Usagi Drop, which yeah. is about as far away <laughs> from Helsing Ultimate as you can possibly get. Mm-hmm. You have the uber, over-the-top violence and blood, gore, vampires, 
epic battle sequences, and then you have a college or you know right out of college graduate working a job taking care of a little kid that wasn't his own. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ah, what can I say? It's hard for me because I I like so many different things. Um, my favorite shonen anime, I would say Dragon Ball Z. Uh, followed closely by Dragon Ball Z, uh, by uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, favorite sci-fi is one called um, Kurao Memories, which I'm going to be rewatching soon. Uh, favorite comedy, it's like a toss-up between. Well, I don't know. Those shows are like half sad and half funny, but like, I guess favorite dramas are like. <laughs> My favorite dramas would, it's like drama slash comedy because it's like canon and, and clonade. Both of those are like half silly and then a half dark and depressing. Rip your heart. Freaking <laughs> <laughs> so, dark and depressing. So, um, yeah. Um, I, um, let's see. One second. Ah, oh, that's good then. Okay. Um, but yeah. There's a lot of there's too many shows for me to narrow down that are like really really good. So uh, I'll go with comedy drama and, and shonen. All right, the next show we're gonna be talking about is going back in the day, Lupin the Third. Wait, they have a new season of that? Yes, it is Lupin the Third Part Five. So only Part Five? I'm assuming it's fifth season. Um, I know there's a bunch of movies. And I knew there was a few series. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that. Um, there was five. So, I'm sorry. I just I just read Deadly Haru's comment. I could see that. I still could see that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I um, this show is actually cool because it's based like this show came out in, like early early days, like 70s 80s. Not sure. Mm-hmm. Um. They are keeping the tradition um, strong by it's a heist show. Mm-hmm. Lupin the Third is the best thief ever, mm-hmm. and he always steals. Uh, he's always stealing something, and he always gets away with it. Um, first episode, he basically, I think he either tries to steal something and ends up rescuing a girl because what he was trying to steal wasn't there. Um, one thing that I really love about the series that they did is they <laughs> updated it a lot. They Oh, so you mean they didn't keep the original drawings that they did no, from no, no, the no. first Lupin? No, they keep the same style. The animation's great and the style doesn't match as much as I think the previous um iteration of Lupin, but it still keeps it still keeps to that style. Um they've updated the technology. So instead mm. of him stealing like gold bars and like priceless vases and everything. He's going after digital currency. Like he's trying to break into some secure vault and like steal all of um, some like not really credits, but like that he's trying to basically break into a digital bank account and stuff like that. And like it's there's hacking involved and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see the first episode, just like with the uh, part four, I guess um, the first episode was hectic i think they're like you already know what's going on he's stealing more stuff this is this one character this is the other character like you know all these people let's go um me i'm like no i only know lupin's name 
and the girl that he always is trying to go after, which is Miko Fujine. You got me on that one. Which I keep, I keep like mixing up the letters, and I'm like Fujiko Mine. I don't know. I can't remember. But <laughs> there's the one don't. girl that he's always after, and she always outsmarts him. So you know uh, better than you know better than to ask me anything about names of characters and everything. <laughs> I'm horrible with that. But um, even when I watch it. <laughs> so um, he basically. Um, when he tries to steal that one thing, he ends up finding this girl. Um, they sneak out, like they get out of the little prison, I guess that she's in, mm-hmm. and they're traveling from one place to another, and they're always getting found. And it's it started to become fishy because it's like, okay, we're gonna go here, and they're like, we found you, we got you surrounded, and he's like, what? So then he like escapes, and then he's like, okay, let's try to <laughs> do here. Like, we have to change our plan. And he's like, ah, we're surrounded again. And he's like, what's going on? And then he goes to the airport and you see somebody, like, take a picture of him and not really do anything. And then you're like, wait, are people recording him? Like, are there, like, secret, like, secret detectives or something, like, tracking him down and he doesn't notice it? I'm like, isn't he the greatest? What you end up finding out is the villain is using social media to check, like, to track him down. And it's basically... He created a game and it's like catch Lupin. Whoever submits the best selfie with Lupin the third wins a prize. So <laughs> anybody who sees him, like <laughs> once you see the one person with the cell phone and you realize like he starts to kind of notice something and then somebody walks up with like a selfie stick and they're like, hey, Lupin, and they're like snap. And then just like walks off and then you're like, what? <laughs> so um, then right there, right at the end of the first episode, they uh, reveal that. It's a, a game to catch him. And then once he realizes it, he's like, oh, I see your game. And then he gets that evil grin that he always gets. And then the episode ends. And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be good. I'm like, billions of people have cell phones. There's like no matter, like, there's very rare places that you can go where, like, nobody has a cell phone. So I'm like, how is he going to be able to avoid all of that kind of stuff? Mm, so There are probably ways. I mean, if he starts having people dress up like him and running around in public, his people might mistake him for other, other people, or he might disguise himself as other people. Well, um, I, I would say yes, but the way that the villain is tracking him, he like sees where the posts are coming from. So if it's like, oh, Lupin's over here and Lupin's over here, Lupin's over here and Lupin's over here. And he's like, okay, well, track, like track all those at the same time. And then once they find out that it's not, then it's just all the false yeah. positives. But like, how many times, like, how many times is he going to be able to do that? How many different, you know, if he has 20, 30, 40, 50 different people, you know, hey, you know me, you like, you like me, have my jacket and, and a couple other things, mm-hmm. make you look like me and then start running around. Yeah. So, and you get prizes. Haha, you know. So, I don't know. There's, there, I'm sure there are ways. It sounds like this story interested you. <laughs> um, I, yeah, so I'm, I'm like very curious to find out what's like, how's he going to get around this? I've like, never, I've never watched a Lupin. You mm-hmm. want one episode from the first season all the way up? I've seen it out there, and I know it's a really popular anime, especially when it's had five seasons based on, like, what, over a decade or more? Like, two decades, probably? Probably three. 
four. Yeah. yeah. It's that old. It's been around that much. And I know that I have seen clips of the samurai dude mm-hmm. doing some pretty crazy things. Yeah. Um, I've never watched it. I don't know. Yeah. That'd be a tough and, one. And the weird thing with me, like it, the looping effect that I have is I see the first episode and I'm like, this is cool. This is one of the coolest heist things that I've ever seen. Next series. I don't know <laughs> why. <laughs> I don't know why I can't stick with it, but it's. I am following the same exact pattern. I watched the first episode and I'm like, this is going to be good. I'm going to watch something else now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so one day I will maybe like get all the series and do like Lupin three months and I watch all <laughs> the Lupins. Yeah, because they're uh, like, what, 50 episodes or more? Like each season? I would say the newer ones are probably 13, but well, you're I want to say the older ones. One? Yeah, I want to say like the older ones, they're probably like epically long. Yeah, 50 or so, more, plus yeah. all the movies. Yeah. So. And they made a huge amount of movies, didn't they? Oh, yeah. I want to say like 11, but I don't know. I think I'm getting a title of something else mixed up in it. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, so, it's something ridiculous, I know. Like, a master thief that never gets caught is always cool. Um, even though he's never been caught and he's probably not going to be caught, the thrill is finding out how close the police can get and what kind of, like, things can he pull off to get out of it. Oh, hell, man. The original Lupin the Third, Part 1, came out in October 24th, 1971. Yeah. <laughs> 1971. <laughs> Yeah. Holy crap. Well, that came out in Japan on that day. Uh, but it didn't come out to North America till 2012. Yeah. Yeah, there's That's crazy. Yeah. That's Oh, and that was like first one was 23 episodes. Mhm. Second part was 155 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Third part 50 episodes. Yeah, fourth, fourth part, 26 right. episodes. Oh, 26 two-core. Nice. And part five, I think that's the current one now. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I think they're saying this one's going to be 50 episodes. Wow. Wow. That's cool. I'm curious, like, how much like how much current technology they're going to put into it. Like, if they're going to be talking about Bitcoin or... or I don't know. Like, they're already using social media, which is... Which is my favorite thing to see in anime, like characters using social media. I think the first one that like I can think of that used it that where social media affected the plot a lot was um, Yuri on Ice because all the skaters mm-hmm. were tied to the skater Twitter kind of thing. So, yeah. and two of the characters met because of Twitter. So like, it's cool to see like su- it, <laughs> even though I'm not a big social media person. It's good. Like, it's cool to see something that's huge in society being used being, in media type, like anime type thing. Yeah, in a really strong way. Because there's always, like, the character has their own cell phone. They have their own, like, special app to where the characters communicate to each other. But it's like, doesn't it kind of resembles social media, but it doesn't resemble, like, a specific one. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're an ice, you're like, yeah, that's definitely Twitter. And then, um, 
this one also is like, yeah, that's definitely Twitter. So it's um, a really, really co- cool concept that I'm starting to see in um, a few shows. But um, yeah, a show with 40 years of experience and still going strong. I guess that's a testament to it. Oh, yeah. All right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Maho Shoujo Ore. Oh, you're going to go to the nice one before you go to the messed up one, huh? This show is silly. <laughs> it's so, so silly. Um, but see, that's the type of show going into it. I already knew it was going to be silly. I already knew it was going to be ridiculously like, silly. Like, it's it's so silly to where I'm like, that's dumb. It's not <laughs> funny. That's dumb. <laughs> um, I loved reading the synopsis last time, or two, time, two episodes ago. Um, so basically, uh, the main character is a girl. And the guy she has a crush on gets kidnapped by these giant muscular dudes that have squirrel heads. And something happens and she ends up, uh, let's see, something happens. uh, I think she just comes home from school and there's a Yakuza guy kicking, like kicking her fence in. And he's like yelling at whoever's inside because I guess they need to pay. uh, (laughs) They need to pay them for something. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's... Basically, her the main character's parents are like on the run from the yakuza because they're not paying the money back. Uh, she, uh, the main the main girl, talks to him. Uh, he ends up inside, and then he's talking to the mom, and they have like this history because his mom used to be the mascot for the uh, <laughs> for the mafia, and used to help them fight monsters. And I guess that's how they the they used to pay the mafia, but the mom's not doing it anymore. Then. The you start seeing in the news that these little squirrel guys are like, oh, they're they have two forms. They have little cute squirrel that looks stupid, like like physically, like it, it looks like it can't think of anything. Um, <laughs> and I got then, the googly eyes and looking kind of brain dead kind of thing. It, it just it just the eh? and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> So, <laughs> so like, like, I can't the, communicate the, to you. The, the only way I can communicate from, to you is like age. show you food or something, huh? They're like the squirrel from Ice Age. No, because you can see like he's he's like plotting. He's like, I'm trying to get this acorn to somewhere safe, and like you can see that. Like you look at this squirrel, and you're like, do you have any brain cells? Like, <laughs> like what is your purpose? Like, oh. you're like squirrels like nuts, right? And you hand him a nut, and he's like, eh? and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> so uh. this, <laughs> so they have two forms. Uh, mm. Basically, when the three characters are talking on the news, you see a reporter talking about something. Oh, I think he's like interviewing a pop star or something like that, and like a squirrel shows up, and then like it cuts to them talking, and then it cuts back, and there's more squirrels. It cuts to them and cuts back, and then there's like squirrels taking people away, and they're like, "Oh no!" So they, <laughs> he convinces her. He tries to convince her to become a magical girl, but then she finds out that one of the people being carried away is the guy she has a crush with. She runs to the park where they are, um, tries to save them, and by then they've changed, transformed into the big muscular dudes. Uh, 
<laughs> wait, wait, wait. The girl or the squirrels? The squirrels. Um, so now there's like these big just walking towards this portal. And then she's like, no! And <laughs> she um she tries to save him. It doesn't work. Then uh, he convinces her to uh, <laughs> to take the power of the magical girl. She's a transforming into this big muscular guy. And do they explain why it has to be a big muscular guy? Yes. Why? Because little girls aren't strong and can't fight in a real battle. <laughs> oh my god. So <laughs> they actually took a logical standpoint, even though it is just. Even wow. though none of that would make sense in the first place, nope. they're actually going to be logical with <laughs> they're it. They're like, no, we're going to be logical about this one few, like a few things. So then she's like, tries to fight him, gets her butt kicked, and then she's like, I need a weapon. And he's like, here. And hands her like a pipe or something. Something like, or like a gun. And she's like, no! Like, <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Things are going, it's like, what about a magical stick? So then he throws her a magical stick and then she's like, and nothing happens. <laughs> and he's like, what are you doing? He's uh, like, it's a magical stick. I'm trying to shoot magic. He's like, it's not magical. It's just a decorative stick. And he's like, well, what am I supposed to do with this? And he's like, just beat the crap out of him. <laughs> <laughs> so she starts bludgeoning the dudes. It gets like super dark. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this show? <laughs> Oh, oh crap! So then she rescues the guy that was getting captured, and um, he doesn't talk. Like the only time he talks is when he's singing. Like he he's a weird character because he's like a pop star. So it's oh, like he's God. either singing with this like Adonis voice, or he's silent and like kind of timid. So she rescues him, and then he goes, and then like he's kind of like glaring at him. Like, thank you for saving me. And like, not saying anything, but you can see it in his eyes that he's just <laughs> like in love. And he like, she like, okay, go home. It's not safe here. And he kind of like timidly walks away and he's like, he's turning around and be like, thank you. Takes a couple steps. Thank you. Takes a couple steps. Thank you. And I'm like, I get this is a Japanese joke. I don't get it. But I'm like, okay. So he's like really, really appreciative of being saved. And he also has a crush on the guy. So I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> her best friend, um, the main character's best friend, um, ends up having a crush on her. Wait, her and then she, on, as on the, the her or her as the guy? Her as the her. But and then because she sees that the main girl needs help, she also forms a pact with the Yakuza guy. And then she turns into a big muscular guy so she can help save the day it's oh i'm not even sure i i know just just no <laughs> I, I, I don't know just just like, no let me guess are you gonna continue following this one it's too silly it like uh last period that's silly and funny this show i'm like that's just like i'm like okay how are they gonna solve this weird situation with their logic that they're doing now and I'm like, they're like, oh, we're going to do this. And I'm like, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I get it. I get your joke. 
but they're stupid. <laughs> so, oh geez. yeah, this this show. No, I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, they gave me a couple laughs, but um, yeah, I'm sorry. Like, it's, it's like every every minute of this show, I have to stretch my disbelief like even farther. And it's like, okay, now we're going to a new location. Stretch. I'm like, okay, now there's some new enemies. Stretch. And I'm like, okay, now there's a new, <laughs> now there's a new bad guy. Stretch. I'm like, ah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> like, magical stick that doesn't have any magic. That's funny. You giving her a gun that makes sense because you're a Yakuza guy. Why is her mom not, I guess because she's old, old. And like, why does that matter if she changes it to a big muscular man? (laughs) (laughs) I can't do it. I knew from the get go (laughs) after that, like from the very start of that, I'm like, nope, not going to do it. Not going to do it. So just uh, nope. Yeah. (laughs) If anybody wants non nonsensical nonsense, this is the show for you. All right. <laughs> On another note, <laughs> the next show we're going to be talking about is Oh boy. Maho Shoujo Site. I I I stepped away from the computer after watching the first episode and just like stunned disbelief. I was just like I literally stopped, took off my headphones and just went, "What the hell did I just watch?" Holy I even told someone I know, I was like, I have watched some dark things in my life. I have. I have seen some messed up things. That was damn near close to the top of the list, just from the first episode. Yeah. That is literally a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. And, you know... I've never. I haven't watched it yet. I keep meaning to uh, watch When They Cry, but uh, I'm not even sure because you you've watched that, right? Yes. Which one did you think is darker? Just out of curiosity. Well, one's like a horror thriller, and then the other one is just like messed up, <laughs> depressing. Like just. I it's... mean, the amount of things in that that just... I know they're wanting to paint that girl's life in the worst possible picture, but I think they just... Went they did it in the first five way... minutes. Yeah, they went way overboard. It went way overboard. Like, okay, so as far as, like, the structure of a show, there was one show that I love called Kotora, where they built up a very sad childhood for a character where not through any fault of her own, it was because her parents didn't explain it well that she had a power where she could hear people's thoughts. Mm -hmm. And whenever she would speak up, things would turn for the worst, not as in like death or anything, but the situation would just turn bad for anybody around her because they would explain stuff that they're keeping to themselves. And she would like, bring it out and other they would like upset people hurt people's feelings like reveal stuff that shouldn't be revealed so basically everybody around her kind of just shunned her and treated her like crap um there's another show um erased 
where a character has a terrible, terrible home life. Natsume. Natsume is another one. Yeah. He, He has just because he can see monsters. And people either don't believe him or they they think he's weird as a little kid or he's making stuff up. But there are literally monsters in front of him that he doesn't know anything about, can't do anything for. But being as a kid, he's scared of it. And then people mistreat him because of it. Yeah. And then even Magus's bride. Like, yeah. she can see. Yeah. It's the way that all of those shows have been carried out. There's been like reasons behind it. Like this show the dark-haired character from the picture she everybody around her is either under some kind of spell or they are just total total garbage people it's like at school everybody Um, in her class just bullies her with everything imaginable the teacher doesn't give a crap no it's not even that everyone's under a spell they're literally look. They're, they're literally putting the worst of the worst in in this show. The absolute worst. You know, there's only three girls that are picking on her from the very beginning, but everyone else knows this and sees this and doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, they just turn a blind eye. Yeah, and it's like they're they could be disrupting the class, messing with her, and then the teacher would be like, "Are y'all done?" Like, I need to finish my class. She goes home and, like, oh, her parents God. completely ignore her. And they completely just ignore her. And her brother is uh, just, just garbage as well. They just dote on the brother. And he's like, oh, I've done this. And, uh, and I'll be on the top of the class for this. And then thank you, father, and all that kind of stuff. And then as soon as the parents leave, his hands just wrap around her neck and choke her out. And he has, like, and, and all this kind of just beat the hell out of her. Punching her in the stomach hard enough to make her throw up. This this was unnecessary for her home life, school life, her entire life to be this bad. Like it's like they could they thought of everything bad that they've seen a man character go through across tons and tons of anime and put everything negative into this character. Yeah, it was like her only like thing that she could look forward to is like this stray cat that she found as soon as she walked up to the cat i'm like oh let me guess somebody's and, gonna find and, the cat and the worst possible way too it's it, and, and you know i knew from the beginning it was going to be bad from the start because she almost tried to kill herself in the very beginning yeah so remember she almost tipped tipped herself into that train as it was coming yeah I was just like, and like you could see it on her face. Like as soon as they introduce her, you're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" Yeah, no, I I completely agree about that. It just it, and I'm like, I thought it was because of from the synopsis. It was like, "Welcome to this world with like super demented killing machine, cute magical girls." And I'm like, she must have just got out of a battle, and she finally is like somewhere somewhat safe. Mm-hmm. But she's always in battle. So it's like for her to have this like one moment where it's like, OK, let me just end this because every moment I'm fighting some other magical girl. I'm like, OK, I can see that. But then she has yet to fight another magical girl for the first episode. That's it's everything her in her life. regular life is just. Yeah. And that's I mean, that is unbearably sad. That is just heart wrenching, 
unbearably sad. And, and you know, and then almost getting raped. Yeah. I was like, wow, you guys really everything. Just absolutely everything. You know, I thought King's game was bad, but this this just topped that in so many ways to me. So many ways. And it 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 was just it was heart wrenching. It was I, oh, I I I can't even I was pissed off after watching that. Yeah. I was like, legit pissed off after watching that. And it's not like, oh, I'm mad at all the other characters. I'm like, sprinkle this out throughout the entire series. Don't dump this out all in the first episode. I'm like, yeah, it's super duper unfortunate. And I, even at the end, after all this stuff that's happened, it's still kind of like hard to take. But I'm like, and, and from just, the preview of the second episode, I'm like, there's more to come. And I'm like, I, I think I'm already done with this. Like, <laughs> with the series, I don't know. The, the, and, and then the... Uh... The casual way that other magical girl walked in and slit that girl's throat. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like for me, when that situation came up, I was like, oh, okay. So she's going to point the thing to where as soon as time comes back, the girl kills herself. And she's like, no, I'm not going to leave any chance for mistakes done. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it when it comes to the antagonist and the protagonist and and stories, you always, you know, you you have those thoughts in your head. You're like, man, I just, you know, I just want him, I just want him to die. That's just, you know, they they need to go away. They're horrible. You know, you know, even sometimes you're like, kill him, just kill him. I know that's what they're wanting to paint in this picture, but it just is so sudden and just so in there was like you said there was no there was no warm-up for this it was just immediate just immediate everything gets pushed in your face right from the get-go and i was just like holy shit ah <laughs> oh, it just yeah no like you i'm speechless i'm i'm literally i don't even know I don't even know how else to describe this. I don't even know how else to even think about this. I'm just, just ah, it blows me away. It just is so, this easily tops the scale on the what the fuck scale. This easily tops the scale because it just blew me away from the, from the word go. This, sh- <laughs> this show is so like mean spirited to this girl that I'm like, I feel like if I watch another episode, I'm torturing this girl. Like I just from the preview of the of the next episode, like the brother's just waiting for her. And I'm like, I, I don't think I want to see that. Mm. <laughs> like, no, I think I'm done with episode one. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it's, it's just uh, this is the first time I've ever been like i've i've stopped watching animes at episode one before i've even skipped some episodes you know, skipped some parts of of the first episode but it was like watching a train wreck it was watching a train wreck i could not look away i could not skip it and by the time i was done i felt pissed off and just worse for it just the absolute worst so yeah Um, for those of you with a stone cold heart and an iron stomach if after episode 2 
they quit torturing this girl and it becomes a focus on magic dark magical girls fighting each other which was the whole reason why i wanted to watch this show let me know and i might skip episode two to get to that part but i don't know this this episode was a downer oh yeah a major downer. huge downer so i don't recommend this. this is the first show i i like i'm sorry don't watch this like it's too mean like yeah i mean i i i can't i can't even i can't even tell anyone i can't think of who this was meant for i i just i got nothing for it i really do i i can't see any redeeming qualities on it i can't see what sort of audience this was meant to be able to see and yeah i'm just so at a loss for this one oh yeah <laughs> the next show we're gonna be talking about is megalobox so when yours on this one yep it is the rock'em sock'em cyborgs anime ah that one this is basically um a new iteration of Ashita no Jo. Um, in this version, they are um, boxing with, um, like, uh, like, uh, like, I don't know. They have, like, gear attached to them to make them box punch harder and all that kind of stuff. Um, talk about building hype for this show. Um... The style is old school. The animation is buttery smooth. The soundtrack lets you know that it is there. I'm pretty sure they teamed up with some music producers to like, they're like, we need this show to be banging. When when the hype for this anime goes up, we want to crank the music. So um, it is amazing. Like... For certain sports shows, I get hyped because I like the whole we can do it kind of thing. This show is like a slow build of hype. Basically, the main character is um, uh, basically the, the way this, this society works is kind of like um, the haves and have nots. Mm-hmm. There are people who um, live in this city. And the people who live on the outskirts. The main character is one of these guys who lives on the outskirts. He always has bad luck. There's always, like, just trouble just follows him. And Mm -hmm. he basically is teamed up with this guy who's always in debt to some kind of mobster. And he uses the main character to lose fights on purpose to get money to pay off his debts. The main guy is talented very talented and you can see that like he he's getting tired of like getting his butt kicked every day well he's just throwing in a towel on his own anyways yeah but he's like it's one of the things where it's like every couple days you get just constantly getting punched in the face and then you get your little bit of money and he's like if i would have won that match i would have gotten more money so it's like why why am I throwing matches and yeah. not winning? And he's like, he talks to the guy. He's like, I'm kind of, I'm tired of like losing matches. Like, let me fight for once. And he's like, oh, no, no, no. You'll get your chance next time. This time we got, we got, we got this and we got that and we got plans. And inside the city, 
they um, create this tournament of like the top cyber, I don't know, cybernetic cyberpunk boxers. Like mm-hmm. there's this huge tournament where you win a large sum of money. And uh, the main guy sees that and he's like, you know what? I'm thinking about trying for this one thing. And the guy's like, you you're not even a like full fledged like you're not even a citizen. You can't like you can't do that. Come on, let's let's let's. You got your boxing match in a couple minutes. Like let's let's make some let's make some real money. And um, after that fight, he like rides. Uh, he just goes on a ride, and um, it's raining. It's dark, and all of a sudden, there's a woman in the row. He swears, falls off his bike, and everything. And the woman is actually the person who is in charge of the company that's holding the um the tournament mm-hmm. her and her like l- like her contender her like billion dollar boxer kind of guy um he steps out of the car and like um the guy recognizes him and then he's like she offers to like pay for his bike and pay for like injuries on that kind of stuff and he's like Psh, i don't need your money then the guy comes out and he um looks at him and they're about to start boxing, but she like calls him away. She's like, "No, stop! We gotta go." And then he like turns around, and then the guy's like, "Oh, she got you trained well." And then he like stops, <laughs> but then continues going because he can keep his cool. He's a pro. Mm-hmm. Um, when he gets back home, the other guy uh calls him for another fight, and he's like, "We got a big fight this time," and. He's like, I am tired of losing. He's like, no, 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 whatever. So then <laughs> he gets in the ring. Somebody with this hood walks in and it's the cybernetic guy. And he gets excited. The match starts. He, um, the guy, like, he kind of tests the guy out, like boxes with him. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to make this easier for you. I'm just going to box with my left hand. Pisses the main guy off. The main guy pushes him far enough. To where he has to block with his other hand. Then he starts talking, he starts talking more junk, and the guy's like, "All right, I'm gonna go at you for real." <laughs> Knocks the main guy flat. Like it's one of these things where, like, just like with My Hero Academia, where like those punches hit and you're like, "Whoa!" I'm like, "Did he just boom?" Knocked the sweat, almost knocked the hair off his head. Bam on the ground. And then he starts walking out of the ring and then he's like, he's not going to be able to get up. And the dude's like struggling really, really hard to get up. And before he leaves the building, the guy like is on the ropes and he's like, is that all you got? <laughs> the guy's surprised. He turns around and he's like, come on, I'm not down. It's like, it didn't reach 10. And he's like, I'm done playing around in the scrapyard. Meet me in the real ring. And I'm like, how is he going to do that? He's not a citizen. They fake a citizen's ID mm-hmm. and they're like you need a new name and he's like what kind of name you gonna be and I'm like go with Mad Dog that's what he goes by and he's like let's go with Joe and I'm like I still know Joe ah! <laughs> nice so yeah I love this show it's so it looks so good it's so hype there's two shows that are like unbelievable hype this season. So, um, yeah, I highly, highly recommend this one. I know nothing about Ashton Joe except it's boxing. And it's like the soundtrack is awesome. The animation mm-hmm. is awesome. The story is hype. 
I'm like everything that you could want in a sports anime, it's there. So definitely recommend it. All right, the next show we're gonna be talking about is Persona Five: The Animation. All right, do you you didn't watch this one though, did you? I watched the first episode. Oh, you did? Okay. Yep. So same thing as Trinity. I'm like, I'll watch something else. <laughs> I will say, like, the first episode, I had a hard time. I think it's because they threw a lot at you right from the get go. Like, I couldn't there tell was, like. A what day was what? Huge amount of information and everything that came at you right from the start, and it kind of lost me for a little bit. But I gave it at least one more episode, and um, and then one ended up being two more episodes. And I kind of it's it's interesting, and it, it reminded me of why I enjoyed the Persona series. It's very relatable. And it, it kind of it, it throws a lot of things into different light, uh, and and it, and it makes you think. And I wasn't quite prepared with that at first, which is why it threw me for a loop. But then once I kind of settled into it, and I could tell where it was going from and what was happening, then it got more interesting. Okay. Uh, so it, it it still was a little bit of a trick at first because. Apparently, the main character had an issue not only where you saw him in his life from the very beginning, but also prior to how that occurred. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing that you kind of find out is what, and they don't really describe it all that well, but what happened prior to his life when you start going through the back history wasn't his fault. Mm-hmm. Now, what's happened since then, I believe, is his fault. But I think he's kind of the Robin Hood type character. Okay. He's doing good things, but for those who don't know the reasonings behind it and where it's coming from and why it's it's that, you don't get it. You'll never understand it. Which is why the, uh, in the first episode, after he gets caught and he's being interrogated, he like the. The woman who's interrogating him keeps asking him questions and clarification on a lot of things because there's the story that the news has spun on whatever it is, and then there's the truth. And she's trying to get down to the truth of it. And I yeah, it is really so like the main the main so far the main protagonist, the main hurdle I guess they have to overcome at the moment is in his high school, there is a volleyball teacher who is, he should not be a teacher, just plain and simple. He he abuses his kids, like, I mean, physically abuses, he'll, he was launching volleyballs at another kid, and he ended up breaking, he, he wrote it off as an accident, but the main character is one of his friends, he ended up breaking his leg, essentially, or at least fracturing it. And he's able to walk on it, but he was a runner. He can't run anymore. But he made it look like it was an accident, and it was written off like that. And so he has pretty much made the the high school his castle, his domain. And so when the main character and his friend end up going to the alternate world, that's what the school ends up turning into is a castle. Okay. And there are like guards inside of it. And that volleyball teacher 
it's really messed up because he's pretty much in his drawers, his underwear. But he's got like a crown on and a kingly cape on and he yeah. rules it. But that's because that's the reason why he is ruling this school. Yeah, he gets his, he gets away with everything. The um, volleyball teacher was an Olympian. Yeah, which is why everyone lets him. They 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 trust him. They believe him. But he is yeah. manipulating. He is he is just bad in every sense of the word. Now, unlike uh, Maho Shoujo site, as far as showing how things are bad, this one does it the correct way. You know, they give you hints. They kind of let you know things, but they don't never really come out and just do a lot of it mm-hmm. you know and uh the girl she's not in the picture on that one but a girl that i know is gonna end up joining his team she she wants her friend to succeed i don't think she really understands the extent of the abuse that her friend is taking while being in the volleyball team and but she is basically being blackmailed because if she doesn't do what the volleyball teacher says, her friend who's on the team is going to get kicked off. So, like, there's just a lot of just bad stuff going on here. And she's trying to do whatever, you know, they're trying to do whatever they can. And, you know, they're introducing new characters. The main character got his powers and abilities. And the his friend got his within the, all within the first two episodes, actually two or three episodes. And... uh you know, they're trying to right the wrongs that have been committed now at this point. Mm-hmm. At one point, they end up going into that the ultimate dimension where the castle's at, and they see one of the... It's a, it's not the real person. It's what they call a shadow of the person because it's a mental projection, basically. And you see the person hanging upside down with just, like, their pants on, that's it. And they're getting, like... This machine is just pegging them in the in the chest and stomach area with volleyballs over and over and over again and that's just the the mental projection of what is going on the abuse that these kids and and are are handling are taking because of this so i imagine things are going to escalate further i imagine there's a reason why he was in that casino and what they were taking at that time and we'll eventually get up to that point and understand that we're just not there yet. So there's a lot of mental behind the scenes things, a lot of things you got to think about and understand and infer and 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 go along with. But if you can do that, it's really good. Okay. It's just not going to be one of the one, those ones that you can like sit back after a long day and just like veg to, because if you don't actually think about what's going on and and the reasons behind it, you're going to get lost. So. Okay. I wonder how close the story is to the game. That I don't know. But, I mean, the way that they do it, and I haven't played a Persona since Persona 3, and I didn't even complete that one all the way through. But since then, and having watched it, there's a lot of there's a lot of similarities, a lot of things that they, they're taking from that. So, from okay. the series, at least. Mm-hmm. So, I know it's staying at least pretty truthful and honest to it. Okay. Cool. Well, I watched the first episode, and um, like, I couldn't tell what happened when. And then when it got to the castle, 
And I could see, like, the Olympian, how they see him as, like, the ruler. He can do whatever he wants. I was just like, uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't think Persona's for me. <laughs> like, I like Trinity Soul, or at least I did back in the day. Um, this one, I'm like, mm, not sure. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. Not for everyone, but it I think it does have its it has its merits, so cool. Alright. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Dance with Dragons or Saredo to Sumiboto Almost ran out of breath saying that. Um have you watched this one? Yes. I wanna hear what your take on it is first. So, um, I don't like the main guy. Which one? The red-haired or the... The red-haired one. Okay. Because um, he's kind of like two-faced. Like, he would say something to somebody's face, but then behind their back, he'd talk bad about him. Um, mm-hmm. And then I do like the stronger, like the muscle-bound guy, because he's like, let's kill it now! Ah! And he's like, but we don't have money for that. Oh, I already bought it. Ah! So I'm like, Okay. That's kind of cool. Um, I have it in the first episode. I don't think they used any magic circles because I think in the trailer they had some. Yeah, but, they did. Yeah. Oh, they did. They did. They, yeah, they did. Oh, okay. This is when they were facing that uh, dragon from the get go. Okay, I don't. I don't remember it. <laughs> um, my opinion is it's okay. I I can kind of uh, I agree. It's 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 okay. It's not bad. It's not great. It's okay. Um. The overall encompassing how they, they the story and how they portray things and how everything's set up, I, I could be wrong, but to me at least, it has a feeling like similar to uh, Heat Guy J. Okay. You know, you have this sort of futuristic dystopia. There's a lot of things going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of things that are outlaw there are people who are specifically detailed to handle specific types of situations and to me that's where i like i get a lot of that feeling from like heat guy j and and you know you have the the muscle from the other dude the strong guy and then you kind of have the brains and the finesse from the other main character the red-haired dude so i i kind of draw at least some similarities between that Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's quite different in everything, every other aspect of it. But the fact that they have like magic as well as bullets and guns and stuff like that, you know, it really that to me is at least interesting. It has a lot of cross-platforming type deals where you're doing a lot of different things from a lot of different type of genres, and it doesn't seem like it. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. I think they do it at least decently well to where it's still something you can follow along with. So, it's got my curiosity. I mean, it's not going to be my top show of this season, mm-hmm. by all means, but I'm at least interested enough to potentially continue it. So, okay. I guess are there like have there are there any parts that they introduce that you're like looking forward to finding more about or there's this like religious figure and in the second episode there seems to be some like political intrigue or whatever going on and i want to know more about that because it seems like what's be they're being drawn into right now 
because right now they're have to they're being the bodyguards to this religious figure, and okay. I want to know. There's there's a lot of behind the scenes happening here, and it seems like this is going to be the focal point for the rest of the series. So I'm kind of curious what's going to happen, you know. And his girlfriend is like some oh. sort of half elf or something. <sighs> I don't know. I hated the interaction between him and his girlfriend. I, it wasn't the interaction I cared much for. It's the fact that they're introducing a new species in this world. Yeah. A new, you know, type of person. Hmm. And it intrigued me to see how they were going to, how that was going to fit in with everything. Mm-hmm. So, beyond that, no, I didn't really much care for the interactions. I felt a lot of it was stale and very much stereotypical. But... I still thought, you know, hey, I can overlook that and we'll move on and see what happens. Okay. So, cool. well, <laughs> all right. The next show we're going to be talking about is Shokugeki no Soma. Food Wars! Third season. Second the season or the series you're never going to watch. <laughs> never, ever, ever, ever going to watch. Um, I've only watched the first episode to this, uh, season, and, uh, I mean, more of the same thing, it seems like, at the beginning of the season, um, shoot, again, names, can't remember the main girl's name, the blonde-haired one, um, she's been tormented by her father for so long, and it has now come out into light by, for her, that Soma, the guy who she has absolutely despised up to this point, is the father of the one chef that she absolutely adores. The son. Or did Soma's the father? Or so, sorry, yes, sorry. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Anyways, so yeah, and so um, at least this first episode for the, the beginning of this core, she gave more background as to why that was the case and it was it was kind of cool um she had already been kind of hammered by her father and and whatnot uh she had been pressured because of her taste buds and saying she has the god tongue you know people were having her taste test things trying to find the perfect perfection to a dish and whatnot um but her taste testing had been canceled so she was wandering around her grandfather's estate and that's when soma's father had gone to her grandfather's estate and was actually serving him some dishes and from the very beginning she immediately smelled the food he was serving and it actually made her curious she actually wanted to try something on her own volition mm-hmm. and uh so he did or she did she, he allowed her to, to try some of the dishes and it was you know it was an eye-opening experience for her and some of the things that she had thought about and some of the things that she had said about food and her her, mis- her perception of it were changed because of because of that. Okay. She actually thought that cooking and food were more about fun and being creative and creation of those dishes rather than being very structured and this is how it has to be kind of thing. You know? He he uh, originally opened before she did that. She he Soma created a dish for her because in the very beginning when they first met, she asked him to create an egg dish for her, 
And even though she liked it, she wasn't exactly like blown away by it. So she said it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And he had said that I'm going to force, I, I'm going to get you to tell me that one of my dishes is delicious. I will get you to tell me that. And before all that background came up, uh, he sat her down because uh, she wanted to talk to him about the fact that of who his father was. And uh, he made a dish, but he made another egg dish. And how he had done it was he actually froze the egg and he he he, he hard boiled it just enough to get it to where it was. Or yeah, he hard boiled it just enough to where he get it to where the actual outside was solid. And then he froze it. So he peeled it, froze it, and then he basically deep fried it. But because he froze it all the yolk inside of it congealed and concentrated and then when he deep fried it it still retained its shape but it had a nice flaky crust and the insides actually became all liquid so it concentrated the flavor i mean there was there was things that go on with that and you know concentrated the flavor and she you know was impressed that he had found because he used subpar quality eggs they weren't the highest grade from the the best bird or whatever. He literally used subpar grade eggs. And she's like, why? He's like, well, because if you use something too high grade, it would completely overwhelm everything. It wouldn't be a, a nice, smooth, rich flavor. It would have become too much because this is already concentrating it and making it stronger than it was originally. Okay. You do anything more than that, it's going to become – too much and you know that's when she's like why how did you think about that and you know he ends up saying something very similar to what his dad said when they were first talking about about you gotta have you gotta be creative and and think outside the box basically and you're cooking and that's when when she finally decides that she's going to basically muster up the courage and bring the fight to her father about food that they were cooking mm-hmm. so Again, I know not a whole lot from your your perspective and what because you this is like the third season, second core now at this point. But it's it's well, the way they do things in the cooking and the way they explain things. I don't know how much of it is truthful or not, how much of it is actually what could happen, but it's still interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to watch, and just like all the rest of them, just like. Black Clover, just like My Hero Academia, here is another story of an underdog that nobody thinks can do anything because he's at this prestigious school where the top-grade chefs of the world are supposed to come from, and his only background is working at a family restaurant. That's it. But he is always willing to push himself that much further, always willing to make the effort and learn something new and adapt and make things better. So, cool. Um, I like checking in <laughs> with this show to see when she's gonna find out that they're related. So that's that was cool. Um, one oh, okay. So my question was, what is what is what is the age difference between Soma and the girl? I mean, not Soma. Yeah, Soma's the guy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What does Soma mean? Uh, the age difference, I'd say they're pretty close to age, honestly. They're, they're maybe a few years apart from each other. Okay. So then the dad would never, cause. What? He's the same age as, as his son, so. Oh, wait, wait, no, you're talking about the father? No, the no, father's no. way, father's way older than, than the son. Well, yeah, 
Well, I was the, the I was another the age difference between all three of them. Oh, like, okay. Is like, is that even possible? No, like, no, no. Yeah. Soma's dad would never. He's too focused on. Yeah. His own thing. Yeah. I mean, he's basically traveling the world right now while his son is in this prestigious school. So yeah, yeah. He only that would be kind of weird. Drops by yeah. every now and then, so make an appearance. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I like hearing the food facts and the crate the uh, the cool concepts about food. But hey, I was quite impressed. I don't know if you've ever have ever watched it, but if you haven't, you should. And anyone out there else who's ever watching should. The uh, React channel on YouTube uh-huh. actually did an episode because Crunchyroll sponsored them. Actually, did an episode where it was a try not to eat challenge, and they recreated dishes from Food Wars for people to try. Mm-hmm. Or they 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 show them the episode where the food came from, and then they'd actually put the dish, real life dish, in front of them that was the exact copy of that dish. Huh. And and would go now you're gonna eat it because there's a try not to eat challenge. <laughs> you just saw what it looked like on the anime. You hear it is in front of your face. What are you gonna do? <laughs> so that tells me though that there is a really good chance that a lot of these dishes, a lot of these foods, this is real food. Okay. This is things people can actually make and do. So cool. All right. Well, the next show we're gonna be talking about is Steins Gate Zero. This is the one Deadly Horror was talking about. And this is all you. Yeah. So how's this one going for you? So basically, um, my original thought was, I think it's correct. Um, Mm -hmm. It takes place after the end of um, Steins Gate, but before the very end. Mm -hmm. Because basically, in the original series... Everything ends, and you're like, crap, that sucks. And then at the credits roll, and then all of a sudden, it's like, I've come from the future, blah, blah, blah. Let's do something different. And they do something different, and it ends a different way. Mm -hmm. Um, So basically, this show, what I'm guessing, takes place in between sad and, well, ending one and ending, like, two. Mm -hmm. So basically, there's, like, a time skip that happens, and this show is basically everything that happens there. Well, it jumps, but it explains what happens leading up to when that other person comes back and does stuff. So they explained it in the original series, and now they're just using this as a way of stretching it out and giving you more details? Yes. Imagine this is Rogue One. <laughs> it's like in Star Wars Episode 4, they're like, oh, the the plans for the Death Star, some, some these rebels stole it. And we have it, and now we can do, take down the Death Star. This show is basically, oh, ending one happened, and then a couple minutes later, ending two starts, and the reason why ending two is possible because so many all years passed. Yeah, all the stuff that you're about to see. So um, it's I I like that. I like it. I loved Rogue One. And I'm like, hey, they're doing a Rogue One. So um, this is a really good show, and. I feel like you should watch it. Um, one thing that I want to look into more about this series is there are th- there are a few shows that are kind of connected in the same universe somewhat. Mm-hmm. There's Stein's Gate, which is Stein's semicolon gate. Then there is 
chaos head, which is chaos, semicolon head. And then there's a third show, which is word, semicolon, other word. And they're somehow linked in a way. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly how, but I'm kind of curious to know because I just recently watched Chaos, Chaos Head probably a few months ago. And then I watched all of Steins Gate and I'm watching the new one. And I don't see a link between the two. So I'm kind of curious if the third one kind of links everything together. But um, it's possible. And it could be until the, not till the very end until, until they reveal that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, basically, um, things in the first series, things did not go exactly to plan. Mm-hmm. So they spent 10 years trying to correct it, or at least 10 years to give themselves another chance. Mm-hmm. And um, right now, the main guy, which is in front, he is very much traumatized by everything that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems like everybody else is carrying along. They're just kind of moving on from what um, happened. And mm-hmm. the main guy is like going to therapy. And he's also like growing up, basically. Um He's not the mad scientist that's trying to take down the organization because everything that happened from that kind of like almost wrecked everyone's lives. <laughs> um, and I don't know. It's like, it's kind of weird, like seeing him like be a normal person instead of like the crazy, somewhat delusional guy who's like a mad scientist. Um, it's cool seeing all the other characters again. I've only seen the first episode, so it's... Oh, also, there's, like, this weird... It's weird! Like, there's there's a certain character that, basically, they're not in the... They're not in the correct time. Mm-hmm. And they're kind of stuck. So they're hanging around, but trying not to interfere with the past so much that they, like, delete their existence. But they don't really have enough, anywhere else to go. Because mm-hmm. the last time they tried to go somewhere else, they failed in the task that they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I kind of feel sorry for her that she's like stuck, but it's cool that she's like, I'm trying not to interfere too much, but then I'm also trying to give you hints to make sure that things go the way that they're supposed to. But then I'm also hiding from almost like I'm trying to, I'm hiding from half of everybody. So like, they have this apartment, which is the lab, and they have friends that come over and they meet new people. And it's like, if these people come to the lab, oh, everything's fine. We all know each other. But then if someone's like, oh, I brought a friend. She's like, shit, I gotta go. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> like hiding in the bathroom and like can't like affect too much. Where they're mm-hmm. like, oh, um, she can't affect too much to where they're like, oh, why did she leave? Like she was just like, Oh, I'm going to introduce you to this one person. And then all of a sudden she just disappears. And they're like, I don't know where she went. I'm sorry, but uh, here's so-and-so, so-and-so, so-and-so. And they go about their business. And then after that person leaves, then she shows back up. And they're like, where did you go? And she's like, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> so it's um, it's cool that she's around, but I kind of feel bad for her that she's like stressed out. Like as soon as somebody walks in the door, she's like, ah, oh, I got to go. Um, mm-hmm. It's cute that um, she's hanging around somebody that she's related to in a way and kind of like guiding them so um i don't know these characters are like really really well fleshed out in the first series and it's 
cool to see them like extending the characters on. So, but they're not really doing like a whole lot of backstory. They're just basically continuing the story from where it had left off. So if you didn't like say if you didn't watch the original Steins Gate, would you be able to follow along pretty easily or no? They do some flashbacks, but it would be much, much better if you had watched the first series because you know why the main character is like so depressed now and like everybody's like, you've changed. Um, you know why this character is kind of stuck in the situation that she is. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like some of these characters, they aren't really exploring their like full personality mm-hmm. because you already know it coming in and they're like, they're just dropping by to do it, like just to say hi, hang out for a little bit. And then they go back to what they were doing. Um, after watching the first series, you know exactly what they're going to go do. So it's like, it's, it's cool. Like, it's cool that I, like, you know, all these characters already. Um, and you know what the go- you know what the end goal is, mm-hmm. or maybe this is something completely different. It could it's a toss up for me. Like where it is right now, I'm 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 not sure where exactly it's going. I have a feeling because of how everybody's acting, but I kind of want to twist. Like I already know what happened. Like A, B, and C happened, and then the last few episodes of the first series happened. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of them things where it's like with as a parallel, it's like with with Rogue One, you already know what's going to happen. And then you're just watching it played out. I'm like, I've already done that. I already know what's happened, what's going to happen. I'm watching this play out. They may have obstacles here and there, which may be interesting. But I know everything's going to be okay in the end. So I kind of wish, like, I kind of hope for this show to be like, nope, it's not even the same thing. It's just a different timeline 10 years later. And something else completely different is going to happen. I'm not sure. Well, that is the way with uh, time traveling in general, whether it's anime, video game, TV, movie, whatever, any media, it's always going to be up in the air exactly how things are going to pan out regardless. So, yeah, um, I do like that uh, you hear about a character in the first series that you're like, well, how did this happen? And then in this new series, they show up and they're like, oh, yeah, we met her so and so. And you're like, oh, it's her. So, uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. So I recommend the very I'm recommend watching the first series because it's really good, really good characters. It's an old school show that's it's a slow build for an amazing story. And this is just icing on the top of a great cake. Alright. The next show we're gonna be talking about is Sword Art Online Alternative. So I've probably watched more on this one than you have. So what's your take on it first? Uh, I haven't watched any sort of online online for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is completely separate. And I mm-hmm. like it. They do <laughs> at one point. <laughs> yeah. They do at one point make reference to um, main character from the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only because that's the reason why they're doing the squad jam. Okay. So that's the only reason why they do. I I really enjoy this. I really enjoy this series. I really enjoy the characters. I think the main character, both online and offline, is great. Um, she has such a personality, uh, both online and offline. Mm. 
you know, she's a huge person offline, and she has a complex about that. Mm-hmm. She wanted to uh, try to make her life better, or just try to try to have fun, try to. And she heard about the whole VR type games, and she had a friend who who is huge into VR games. So she asked for recommendations, and the funniest thing was watching her try so many different games because every time she did, she was a huge character uh-huh. and she would freak out because of that. Like her complex would go into like hyper mode <laughs> and her heart rate would pick up and because of the security that has now been implemented into these things because of everything that happened from the previous sword art, the minute uh-huh. your heart rate picks up, you immediately get kicked off. Oh, because it's like a safety feature. Yeah, it's a safety feature. Uh, okay, okay. So every time she's entering all these different games, her heart rate would pick up because she sees herself as a huge character, and she'd immediately get kicked off. So, But she wanted to be a small character. She wanted to be cute, adorable, everything she wanted to see in herself. So, yeah, RNG character creation. No, I definitely, yeah, that's all what it was. And so she, when she finally enters Gun Gale, that's the first time she actually has a short, cute, adorable character. Uh. So that's the whole reason why she entered it. And uh, even though she's short, cute, and adorable, she is playing a game about killing people with guns and such, <laughs> which is just like complete 180 from that anyways. Mm-hmm. But she plays it anyways. She enjoys it. And it's it's kind of fun. It's fun watching her, and it's fun watching her play, uh, because she gets into it, but she doesn't quite want to admit that she gets into it. Uh-huh. And she's always trying to be that adorable little character, but she'll occasionally get like, you know, really into what she's doing and and killing the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they really haven't explained, at least to what I've been recommend rec- recollect how she is as fast as she is because even all the people that are in there are just like amazed at how quick she is her agility stats are like huge which is the only explanation i think they've really given to it um but still you know it, she she chose the color pink of 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 because she wanted to be more cute than she even was and uh it ended up working for her because when she was out and about originally she was just monster hunting and then she ends up uh being in a pvp zone and uh was had people coming up to her she freaked out but because of the this desert area that she was in she actually blended in to the background uh-huh. and then she started to become known as as the something devil i want to say because she she started she started getting into pvp she started. She started liking because she was actually good at it. And she could, you know, surprise people. And uh, no, it's 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 great. I love the dynamics of it. Uh, the characters, the main character, the female that she kind of teams up with and works with, and then this guy that she's with, um, Pink Devil. Thank you, thank you, Deadly Hour. Uh, <laughs> she's the Pink Devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the dynamics are great. They, they, of course, left the last episode, episode four, that I'm currently caught up with at a cliffhanger moment, which is just like, damn it. 
you know, they they didn't really do that for the other ones, so I don't think that's going to be like a continuing trend for them. Uh-huh. But that last episode, that uh, oh, it was they were doing so well too, which just infuriates me to no end. Uh, and then something critical happened. I was like, oh no, don't do that. <laughs> uh, main character though is great. Uh, the guy that you see that she's on the shoulders of is great. Um, and, and and they go more into detail with this stuff too because in in the first sword art they talked about the the gun lines uh, when they were in the gun gale game they talked about like when you put your finger on the trigger and you start to aim there's like an auto aim that the system does for you but whenever you do that you'll see these trails of from the gun coming out mm-hmm. so people can actually like dodge your bullets because they'll see where the the shots coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did make reference to the fact that if somebody who's actually trained and knows how to fire a gun in real life came in and started playing it, there's a possibility, especially if they're doing long shots, they won't need that. They'll be targeting using a scope uh-huh. and they won't put their finger to pull the trigger until they're ready to fire right at that exact second. Like so, those guys from the first episode? Yeah. Okay. But see, they were using short they were short to mid-range, not okay. necessarily long-range. If you do it long-range, you use your scope as a sighting instead of using the game to auto-help you with that. Uh-huh. And so those bullet, those bullet trails will never show up. Okay. So no one knows until all of a sudden they get shot mm-hmm. that that was the case. So it's kind of cool in that regard. So it's like I think the best things in as far as media goes in both – you know, for like Food Wars and for this game, is they're taking aspects of real life. And even though this is just completely out of this world, because I mean, we're in a VR game kind of like going on this, which is way more advanced than any VR than we have at this moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is still things about it that they're throwing in there make sense. And it, it, it adds more to the belief and it draws you in because of that. So no, I, I think this is a great this is a great side story. It you know has very loosely anything to do with the original. You know, basically it's it this own and maybe at some point she'll meet up with, with the main character from the original one. I mean it's always a possibility. Never know. So but either way, I like it. I think it's great. So I think I probably won't come back to this one until I rewatch the, the first, first one, one and then watch the second one and then do this one. Because uh, it's been a long time since I watched Sword Art Online and I miss it. So It's a great series. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked the first episode. I would definitely high on my rewatch uh, high on my um back backlog all right <laughs> yeah man i haven't i haven't seen her since oh, a long time when did the first one come out like oh nine it was a while ago yeah it's been a long time all right <laughs> so the next show and the last show we're gonna be talking about is ufa musabe freddy derby <laughs> Yep, this one's all you there, buddy. Yeah. So, I went into this one angry at the shoes. <laughs> and I came out like, this is a good show. 
is animated by PA Works, so the animation is gorgeous. It's not it's not one of their most gorgeous shows, but all of their shows are like a slight cut above most because of how good they make the show look. I, you know, I've I've watched <laughs> I have watched these like Monster Girl type animes. <laughs> But, you know, when I first heard about this one and we discussed it, I was like, no, no. I just, no. Why? Because they're barely horses. It's like, why does it even have to do anything with it then? If you're not even going to go, like, <laughs> anything with it, then then why? Just why? This is basically like a track sports anime. Okay, it's so that, just... that, that's why you like it. <laughs> you know what? Actually, that's probably it. <laughs> that right there it's is basically like a it. track sports anime, and then the girls just happen to have horse accessories. <laughs> oh, that makes, makes it sound so wrong. <laughs> uh, it really does. I I like it. I don't know. It's like it, it has so many aspects of a sports anime that I'm like, okay, cool. Um, I hate the introduction of the coach because he's like a a perv for, for like 90% of the episode. And then they're like, oh, look, you're stuck with me because I'm the coach. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, there's like the um, prodigy horse girls. And like, you see, you can tell that the main characters, like she's really fast and she's going to have some kind of skill that'll um, put her on par with the prodigies. So you just see her rise up in the ranks. Um, it's there. I don't know. It's like, it looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't think <laughs> it's like, I I'm just, know. I'm just like, I just know. I'm just like, no, it's just not for me. <laughs> I can't think of anything to pull you into it. <sighs> nah, I, I mean, you know, I, I might go so far as to watch that boxing one. Cause you know, I usually don't watch sports animes is not my thing. I might go as far as to watch the boxing one, mm-hmm. but this one, <laughs> no, <laughs> just no, I just, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't force myself. So, so, um, if you're into sports anime, if you like cute girls running around in a circle, <laughs> uh, if you like cute girls with. Accessories and animal accessories. <laughs> <laughs> and if you like cute, uh, if you like beautiful PA works animation, um, you'll be interested in this show. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all I got to say on that one. But uh, yeah, that has been our probably 20 shows. I can't remember. I haven't counted. <laughs> For the um, spring season of 2018. Yeah, I'm with you, you, Deadly Haru. It's just not for me. (laughs) Yeah. There's, um, I don't know. This season is like... Freaking roller coaster? Yeah. There's like... (laughs) There's like, we got all the hype from a few shows. And then we got some other shows that are like, you know what? These are pretty good. And then you have... Just freaking... What? (laughs) Bottom... Bottom out, I don't know what the hell, why is this even a thing type enemy. Yeah. Um, we will be back in a month. I think the next episode is... Ah, 
June 24th, we will be talking about the summer anime that will be airing in July. Um, Too soon! Too soon! Yeah, it's like this season just just barely getting going. They're like, oh, but next season, though. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, is that, is that coming up? Is that coming up, Delio? Oh, no. That means I can't watch Full, uh, full Metal Panic. Hmm. That's a new message. Ma'am. Um, that's, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I got to hold on. I got to look at that real quick. I got to cheat just a little bit. <laughs> I got to I got to I got to do it. I got to cheat just a little bit. Uh, any chart. All right. Let's do a sneak peek. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta at least see it. We're not gonna discuss it or nothing. I just, yeah. I gotta know. Yep. Oh, I should have known, cause I've seen that already. Yep. So, Attack on Titan season three. Mm-hmm. Another foodie cootie. Oh, Overlord season three. Uh-oh. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Love me some Overlord. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh-huh. I'm peeking. <laughs> I'm, uh, I am back. So yeah, we will be talking about the trailers and the synopses for... Wait, what? I just saw one called Backstreet Girls. I'm very confused. (laughs) I was very confused. Maybe it's an idol group. Uh, Just real quick, just take a look at the actual thing. Take take a look look at the the picture that they have for it. Just take a look at that. All right. Just look at the, you don't even read the synopsis. I'm just looking at the pictures, seeing if I know or recognize things. Uh, <laughs> you came across it, didn't you? So it looks like another Yakuza sponsoring an idol kind of <laughs> show. <laughs> I don't, I don't. Uh, ho- I, don't I hope want... they have a trailer because I'm interested now. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am not. I am not. <laughs> Not even a little. What the hell? <laughs> Alright. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we'll be back in a month to talk about... <laughs> Is that... Oh, it's similar to that one, Deadly Haru. Uh, just from the picture, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, we will be back in a month. To... Oh, it is! Oh! I'm sorry, I had to. I actually read the synopsis. No! No! <laughs> no! No more! Slave this for next episode. <laughs> yeah, Deadly Haru, I there are some things in animes I really question. That's one of them. <laughs> That's so, one. We'll be back in a month to talk about all the craziness and hype that will be happening next I, season. I, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd rather I'd rather not. Can I can I opt to not talk about that one? As always, this is Big D from Takayaki Anime. Uh, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> You're not Big D from Takoyaki Anime. Oh my god! Okay, so this who is are Big, you? Big what do you do with Big D? <laughs> this is a Big D and Shade from Takayaki Anime. We will be back in a month to talk about the trailers and the synopses for the summer season of 2018. Except for that last one. (laughs) And we will be back next time. Bye!